hate my life. Yeah. And your wife. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello and welcome to another episode of Europa. That's it's a miracle Jack has gotten us to come two weeks in a row. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we all have some threatening it. letters involved. Oh yeah, no, I I get lots of di- direct messages. I don't, but you know, I expect that he he writes them and then deletes them. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm I'm surprised we made it though because we did lose power earlier. Uh, there is a storm rolling in here shortly, so if we lose power, please bear with us. Um, it, it is what it is. We'll do what we can. Um, otherwise, uh, this is Star Trek Europa. I'm your host as always, Doctor RPG Jeff Harvey, and um, you can find me on. All the things. Um, there's a tree thing somewhere. Uh, but you can find me at studiotempo.com. That is the best place to find everything. Um, let's go ahead and start the introductions. Brian, why don't you go ahead and start? Uh, I'm Brian. I'm playing Captain Jorad Haig. Uh, you can't find me anywhere, so don't even try. You don't know him. <laughs> Evelyn. I am the soon-to-be-late Evelyn Gorbin. Uh, I play Dr. Desave Oneyat. And if you could find me anywhere, you're probably not going to be able to find me anymore. Soon to be late, you're expecting to go now? I'm expecting your wife is going to kill me. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> legit. That's legit. Uh, Jack, go ahead. Uh, hello. Yes, I am Jack. I play Commander Irani Ambrose. Super excited for two weeks in a row. Uh, yes, you can find me at other places, uh, such as Twitter and on my own Discord account, uh, both under the title uh, The People's Ascension. We run a weekly Dungeons and Dragons campaign series every Saturday at 2 p.m., uh, as well as a number of Let's Plays and Hangouts throughout the week. So uh, head over there, head over to the Twitter, and check out my stuff. It's cool stuff. <laughs> he meant Twitch, not Discord. Right. Well, I got a, I got a Discord, too, but that's harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got several, and they're not that hard yeah. to find. But um so let's do a quick recap uh the last session was kind of a filler session because i forgot to write the central plot i didn't forget to write it i forgot to introduce it um so we'll go we can we can go back we discovered lamarians the larry marians uh it was an interesting episode but it missed the point and it didn't really further the story the way i wanted to so let's go back two episodes uh to the klingon stuff evelyn what do you got what what do you got as far as so um we started out we got our first look at Ambrose's support group. Um, and going back too far. Yeah, it's going back far enough, I think. Um, Cass was trying to triangulate Terrell's transmission, um, but we didn't really have a good enough location. The last mm-hmm. info from the Avenger was at that Kronos, um, but we got a message from Narendra that said the Avenger was destroyed. Uh, Cart. The- the mm-hmm. Avenger being the ship that Worf was on going yes. to Kronos in order to yeah. see what was going on and such. Yes. Um, like Cargan was last seen in the Calamite sector, but hadn't been heard from since. Um, we headed for the Calamite sector and set up a search and found some Klingons. Well, you got a message I, from some Klingons. We yeah, well, yeah. We had a message from some Klingons who said, um, this is not your fight. I don't want to fight you. You should leave. I think I, I, I recall things pretty well. I can well, go you ahead. do this. Sure. Because I'm combing through notes from May. Sure. Right. Um we uh we were chasing after the Klingon general who had been in charge of the Klingon portion of right. the sector. General um, General Cargan. Yes. Yeah. And uh we were 
rendezvousing with him, we found we were ambushed by a Klingon cloak, a cloaked Klingon ship. We found that General Cargan had uh, signed up with the Duras uh, faction, which had uh, uh, assassinated Chancellor Martok. Um, they uh, almost simultaneously they launched a an attack on Narendra Station. We hurried back. We tried to do what we could, um, and we were uh, but we were helped by the timely intervention of Martok, who was not dead, uh, and uh, his, has vowed to bring the Klingons to heal. And so now uh, it's basically Starfleet and some friendly Klingons versus Klingons loyal to the Duras family um, as they uh, are in the pro mid process of mid-coup. Rightful reassertion of power. <laughs> sure. Depends on who you ask. I mean, he does have the Sword of Kalos. He does have the Sword of Kalos. Supposedly. Supposedly. He claims to possess the Sword of Kalos. So, um, wasn't right. that lost in the Gamma Quadrant? Yeah. Uh, Worf beamed it out into space uh, at one point. Yeah, in the Gamma Quadrant. I think it was the Gamma Quadrant. Okay. Just yep, yep. I took that into account. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, this is uh, based on a storyline from one of the books. Hmm. So, oh, nice. Um, I mean, that portion is that's about where it ends. That's about where the similarities end. Um, but yeah. Jeffrey, do you have fantasy grounds up? I do. How? Well, yeah, um, I likewise I, can't get in. Okay, also can't connect to the host. Correct. All right, good. Glad it's not just. Um, that is. Uh, hang on. Let's go ahead and take three minutes and see if I can figure that out. I'll start, guys. <laughs> yep, false start. Although I can, yeah, no, I need to, I need to go to. You can see me now. No one else can see anything. I'm just going to look at me while I'm doing this because my intermission screen is not a great screen. Um, let's see. Yeah, just my face. Yeah. No, I know. I, my intermission screen is my face. So. <laughs> um, and the chat. The chat is there, too, theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm aware. Um, totally fine. I know what's going on. Um, somebody in the Discord type the. I will type the. Uh, the IP. It should not have changed, but it may have. Really, what it is is because I'm I'm um, hardwired in now. It might be firewalled. But that's the proper IP. Yeah, it should be the same one you as reason. Hang on, let me. I started it up again. Let me try it one more time. That should be three twos. All right. Yeah, I'm guessing it's an error with the firewall then, and I don't. That's not something I'm able to fix before we start playing. So, uh, 
we'll just uh, I'll just roll for you guys, or you can tell me however you want to do it. We'll just do it the best we can for this session, and um, we'll get it fixed. I'll need someone to log on sometime Thursday, and we can fix it Thursday. Um, in the meantime, I will just use it for pictures, and <laughs> I'll roll for you guys, I guess. So, with that disaster in front of us, uh, where <laughs> did we want to start? What scenes did you guys want to start out with? Um, I do have a, a post-credit start to the, the episode, but I don't know if anybody had anything they wanted to do as a cold open uh, Tongo game or anything like that. Mm -hmm. No? I very much have nothing. All right. Um, unless, um, unless I know we spoke a little about... Um, Ambrose wanting to train Chierko, we could do something with that. Um, Let, let's not force that. Let's keep that okay. for like in mission. Okay. Sort of work. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, let me see what I got real quick here. Let's do uh, let's do Gisa. Gisha. 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 Um, looking over her newly arrived. Uh, Peregrines. Um, anyone else that wants to join her can, but basically what you're seeing is, and we'll have, uh, I can't have Tong in there because that won't work. Um, who's the chief? You want to see me go completely Kostra. neurotic. Yeah, yeah. Let's have Kostra as well uh, taking the shipment in, and uh, you guys are in Main Shuttle Bay. Um, and you've just, you've just sent out, not just, but recently sent out a couple of your uh, runabouts in favor of and a couple of the regular trolls too, but no one cares about those. In favor of four Peregrine fighters. Um, four. I thought we were getting six. Six. Did I say six? Yeah, that's right. Six. I wrote it. I wrote the rules for using four at a time. But mm. yeah, six is the six is the total you got. Uh, Costra will be directing people to uh, retrofit the uh, hangar bay to serve as fighter launch bay. Uh, I, I don't imagine there's too many changes, but I'm sure there's a couple. Um, so he's uh, yelling to some junior officers, um, move that girder into place. That's going to get in the way if we try to launch these fighters. They've got the wings. They've got a bigger wingspan than my ex-wife. Jisa uh, is very excited for this to have proper fighter craft once more. Uh, yeah, she's probably going to each one of them, you know, going up, rubbing the hole, hole a little bit, taking a look at, you know, just inspecting the ships. Uh, they're, they're pretty good. They're not the standard Peregrine. They are what they, what Starfleet is referring to as the Peregrine Mark II. Mm -hmm. Um, mostly because the Peregrine, the old, the old Peregrine fighters were mostly just con converts, mm -hmm. whereas these are actually purpose-built, um, Starfleet Federation vessels. Um, not a huge difference. They look pretty much the same. They look very similar because that is a, a cheap body for him to build, be able to build. Uh, but they do have a little bit more oomph to them. That is, I keep coming with shuttle control and not shuttle bay, but whatever. Um, so yeah, having everybody direct. Costra is directing everyone around. Gisa is is um, fondling the ships. I'm gonna I'm gonna yell back to to Kostra, Hey, how much trouble do you think I get in if I take one out for a joyride? Uh, well, I wouldn't complain, but I'm also not that I'm I'm also not uh, 
Are you willing to cross the XO? You're supposed to discourage these things, sir. Luck, I have thoroughly stated these shuttles are not my job. Yeah, they're a little too too much for most people to handle. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that, <laughs> Lieutenant. She's gonna she's gonna like slam down on a button and the and the you know cockpit's gonna actually I don't think they open up by the cockpit. I think they open up like standard shuttle pod. She's gonna slam the door open and climb on inside. Okay. Just just give it a start up, give it a pre-flight. Custer might get a little concerned that I am gonna turn it on and leave, but no, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting there admiring my new craft. Okay. It comes on, powers up nice, gets that that uh, that familiar hum that Jisha is, is used to. Um that she has missed all this time. Uh, and that sounds like a good place to end that. guessing that either Hage or Ambrose is on the bridge, uh, and the other one is probably in a lounge ready room somewhere. Let's say Ambrose. All right. Uh-huh. Ambrose is on the bridge, and I'm going to guess that Hage is probably in his ready room then. Um, Captain's ready room over here. Put that there. Get in there. You go right there. All right. Um, things are going pretty clearly, pretty, pretty smoothly. Um, you've been on a basic patrol of the uh, the Calamide area, um, which is not too far from uh, Klingon space. Um, it's actually near the border of Klingon and Federation space, uh, just uh, the edge of the expanse. Um, sensors have been working fine. You've been running through your new diagnostics with your uh, your uh, Klingon detectors that you've created that you've adjusted your um, your modulated sensors that are supposed to detect the older birds of prey's cloaking devices, really any bird of prey as far as you're aware. Um, and things have been going pretty smoothly. Um, suddenly, uh, the ops officer, who uh, I don't, do we have an ops officer? Who's on ops right now? Anybody? Any PCs? Um, I think it'd probably be Rebecca Connor. Why would O'Connor be on ops? It's science and ops are kind of indistinguishable when it comes to the bridge position. That's true sometimes. Sometimes? Uh, sure. Let's have O'Connor up there, and then that's everybody's character pretty much, so we don't need any more. Um, you're getting a distress signal coming in. Sir, we have a flashing. distress. 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 Nothing else. Right again. Sir. There's a distress signal coming in. Put it up. Put it up. This is Captain Vishal of the Federation Hospital Ship Breckenridge. 
We've been attacked by the Klingon, by Klingon warships. They've boarded the ship, stole our medical supplies, and dragged us into a nebula. Our shields are failing, and it's only a matter of time before the corrosive gases cause massive hull breaches. We need immediate assistance. Please, anyone. Mustache cuts out and repeats. All right, you got a fix on those coordinates? Give me a, sign, a sensor roll. You give yourself a sensor roll. No. Yeah, what do you, what do you, I, I roll it. How many guys <laughs> you want to roll? All of them. Uh, two. Two. All of them, huh? <laughs> want to roll You currently can only roll two, so two it is. <laughs> you got a seven and a three. Uh, that, I forgot that, that roll for hit. you guys. Uh, is that two successes or one? It's two. Two successes. Um... Yeah, your sheet. Do you got any applicable? You do not. No. Foki. All right. Uh, two is plenty. You will actually have one uh, left over because you only needed one to succeed. Um, you do get a, a read on it. Um, the ship is in the. I wrote this down. I did. Uh, the Tyrell Nebula. It's it's near the Tyrell Nebula. Or a appears to be in the system of the Tyrell Nebula. So it's the Tyrellian system. Uh, how far away is it? Uh, if appropriate, you have that information. Appropriate warp speed, distance okay. time. Yeah. Not, not it is so insert plot here, distance away. Correct. Uh, all right, Helm, maximum warp, red alert. This could easily be a Klingon trap. They are known to use distress signals to lure us in. Yeah. It is a maximum of one additional scene away. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're laying in a course. Uh, uh, Commander, if I might make a suggestion. A trick we used to use back at the Maquis, uh, this is uh, Lieutenant Molina Silva uh, saying, we used to come in on the, uh, on the, we used to come in on the opposite side. It would uh, sometimes, if they were waiting for us at the, at the, at, at the warp vector, it might, uh, if anybody is waiting for us, it, it, it might trip them up. Helm, can we do that without wasting too much time? With me at the helm? Oh, definitely. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Give me a helm check. All right. Uh, I will say difficulty is going to be three, and failure will have you come out inside the nebula. Oh, boy. Difficulty is three, you said? Yeah. Come on, two twenty. Uh, I'm going to spend threat. Okay. Um, Don't we have a momentum? No. Start of a new session, no momentum. Got you. Uh, I, I'm still not able to connect to the... No, that's fine. Mm -hmm. No, you nobody can. Be able to. Yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and roll the dice for you. Unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to have to be for this session, but I'll get it fixed up before the next session. Okay. I'm pretty sure my firewall is stopping you guys from getting in. Well, then go ahead and roll me three dice. Three dice. Uh, the difficulty is uh, going to be 14. Um, well, I rolled two 19s and a six, which okay. is right in, right in keeping with the way you generally roll. So. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, su I succeed by one. Or, I mean, I, I got one success. One success. Okay. Um, so... Uh, you, there's no complications here because uh, I didn't up the difficult the, up the, the the range. 
Um, so you're you're warping in pretty fast. Um, did you guys? I will just jump into it. Um, as you come out of warp, you uh, you're skimming the edge of this nebula. Um, I assume you had red alert started before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. he ordered red alert. I ordered red alert before. All right, well then, before we do that, I suspect the captain may want to have some intervention since he just got a red alert, um, mm -hmm. and you guys are going into warp. So let's let's assume that you've just jumped into warp, and red alert is started. Yeah, I, ma I imagine he'd just come to the bridge, ask for set rep, and everybody would tell him. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily something we need to play out. Sure. Um, in that case, uh, you you do jump out of warp, come out of warp. Uh, could uh, we get sensor readings on the nebula and its surroundings while we're at warp? Yeah. Um, yes. Go ahead and give me a sensor roll. Uh, difficulty is going to be two because you're at warp. Although the ship helps, so that won't matter. matter. Ship rolls. Mm. One success for the ship. That's you, Ev. How many you got? Um, just two? Uh, just two. Um, God, I got a lot more work to do this session now. Oh, my God. It, 19 and 18. We're going to blame oh, all of our bad rolls on you. Time. That's legit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you don't get any good readings. Um, this nebula looks, looks like it's full of coffee. Yeah, it's full of, it's full of bright colors. <laughs> um, she did say it was corrosive, uh, that, yeah. that had corrosive gases, which, uh, if you want to, if Ambrose, if you want to go ahead and do, uh, or if anybody wants to go ahead and do a, uh, other than Silva, cause she was doing, or not Silva, other than O'Connor, cause she was doing the sensors thing. Because um, she was failing at sensors. Because you were failing at sensors, yeah. If you want to give me a, uh, I don't know, reason and science, um, I can try to give you more information that way. Any, anybody want to make that risk? Uh, you what, do not want Ambrose rolling reason science. <laughs> yeah, what kind of role is this? I'm a bit confused. Is this like uh, like a regaining, like a recovering knowledge kind of like just do you what you've learned from Starfleet Academy that kind of thing? What kind of nebulas have hmm. corrosive? So just uh, questions yeah. about nebulas in general. Yeah, it's trying to narrow it down without the sensors, basically. If not, it's fine. You're gonna come out of warp in a second yeah. anyway. I I was more you know. The sensors tell me if we see Klingon ships ready to blow us out of the sky. Yeah. Uh, but you, barring you, that. Yeah, you don't see any of that with the sensor roll that you got. Um, I was assuming you were going for of course, on the yeah. nebula itself. But. Mm -hmm. All right, the ship comes out of warp. Um, you're, you, the ship starts to rock. Um, you, are, you, you are with shields up, so uh, no one dies right now. But then, uh, there's definitely some, some heavy turbulence, and uh, um, the ship is shaking quite a bit. <laughs> it doesn't take doesn't take Silva long to stabilize the ship, though. Um, now that you're in system, you're not detecting any Klingon ships. Um, not to say that there aren't any there. You're just not detecting any. Um, you are just on the edge of the nebula, uh, and this the the distress signal is clearly coming from deeper within. Uh, so, I will give it back to you guys. What do you want to do? What was that bumpy ride for? Uh, coming in, out into the nebula. You're basically coming out in the partial nebula because she okay. failed her piloting role. Gotcha. She was like, uh, I promised to get you there. I didn't necessarily promise to be comfortable. <laughs> how long can this, uh, how long can our hole last in that nebula? 
Give me another science roll, Rebecca O'Connor. It's going to be a lot of scans. How far away <laughs> is, the, is the ship? How long have they been there? How long can we last in the could nebula? We, could yeah. could we just do one science roll and then yeah. we can ask questions for it? Yes, that was my I plan. Your, your difficulty roll. is zero. Uh, and you can basically, however many questions, however many uh, things you get is how many you can, you can ask. Okay. Uh, if we're doing reason yeah. and science, our target is 15. All right. I had he, no intention of making you roll 100 times. Can Hage assist with uh, command? Sure. Oh my god. All right, I'm going to re-roll that one because this is not rolling very well. All right, I'm going to give you guys a free roll because that was an 18 to 20 and an 18. Jesus. Uh, in today's episode, the Europa explodes. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, so you got two two twos for O'Connor and we'll do another roll for um I have to 20 anyway and then we'll do one for the ship. Which is a four. So that two, four, six. That's six total you got. And then I'm going to take. Um, I'm just going to take. On a 16. I'm just gonna, yeah, you rolled a 20. Okay. Um, I'm just going to take the threat for that, though, because I'll need them later. So you have six, uh, six questions you can ask. I will start by saying <laughs> it's a class nine nebula and sensors are extremely limited. You will have plus two difficulty to all sensor checks going forward, which sucks. Um, uh, also, the Class Nine Nebula. For those of you who don't know, that is a corrosive. Ne the, the nebula is corrosive. Um, as long as your shields are up, you should be okay. Um, but if for any reason your shields are down, you will not have a whole lot of time. Um, the other thing you'll learn from that is that phasers can ignite ga the gases in the nebula. That's exciting. Hage will, so. say, Hage will say, "If I was planning an ambush, this is exactly where I'd plan it." Mm -hmm. So you have six questions. What do you want to know? Can we authenticate the distress signal? Yes, it is definitely the Breckenridge. The Breckenridge is, do we detect the Breckenridge? And how uh, far? You do detect the Breckenridge. Uh, again, with the sen sensors being uh, limited, um, you can't necessarily tell the status of the Breckenridge, but it is definitely in the nebula. Um, it is approximately about a, since you can't really go to warp inside the nebula, um, about a 45 minute trip, 35 to 45 minutes. The, the, the Europa is pretty fast, so 30 minutes probably. Okay. That's two, anyway, you got four more. Do we bank the rest for momentum? Sure. Um, you know I don't. I don't know if you would consider this a question necessarily about the nebula, but what else is in the system? Are there like any large planets, gas giants, things for Klingons to hide behind? Um, so you're just there's not much in the actual system with the nebula itself. However, the Tyrell system or Tyrellian system is Tyrellia. It's um, uh, let's see here. I believe it's where Tellarites are from. No, Tellarites are from Tellar. No. That's right, tell all right. Yep, yep, yep. And um, not in this expanse. <laughs> no. Uh, the Trillian was is a species native to the planet Trillia. They're known for uh, forms of art known using lasers. Uh, the Enterprise D had five of them aboard ship. Uh, that's really about it. There's seven, uh, only three known inhabited worlds uh, with magnetic without magnetic poles. They are the only, it was one of only three known inhabitable worlds without a magnetic pole. 
and one of only seven without any kind of atmosphere. That is really all you get to know about that. There's there's not much going on in the system. Um, okay. Not much for Klingons to hide behind. All right. Just the threat here is the Nebula, clearly. Um, but the uh, just so uh, the Tyrelli is the Nebula in the system. It's just on the edge of this, like on the outside of the of the main system. Okay. So it's not within this. It is not within the the sun's solar system. It is just outside of that. We should hail the Tyrelli and see if they can be of assistance. Uh, maybe they know where. It, maybe they have uh, ground sensors that can be of assistance. Go ahead and uh, open a hailing channel to Tyrell. Um, this is uh, Tyrell. This is uh, Captain Hage of the USS Europa. We are commencing a rescue action within the uh, um, within the Tyrellian Nebula. Do you have any contact with the Breckenridge, uh, or or know what it's or know it, what was your last contact with the Breckenridge, and do you know of its current status? Starship Europa, this is the Tyrell system. We do not have... We, the last contact we had with the Breckenridge was uh, waiting... Uh, we, we had received word from the captain, uh, Captain Vishal, that uh, she was bringing resupplies for uh, our hospital systems. Uh, I, we have not heard from her since, uh, maybe a day and a half ago. Um, I'm not certain... She was supposed to message us when she came in the system, but I, I have not yet heard from her. She's overdue by... Several hours. Have you spotted any uh, Klingon presences or any unusual readings that could indicate cloaking devices? Uh, we have had a number of Klingon sightings in the in the area recently. Uh, some of our ships have actually been uh, accosted. Uh, for the most part, General Martok's people have been pretty good about keeping us clear, though. The last couple of days have been uh, particularly hostile, though. Can I get a sense of this? Uh, can I use my empath and my empathy to get a sense of this guy's uh, state? Sure. Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember how we were going to do that, but um, no roles necessary. I'm just going to do it. Cool. Um, yeah, he he's a little distressed, but he's not being. You don't sense any dishonesty. Okay. Uh, distressed definitely. like a Klingon has a disruptor to his head, or distressed like his shipment's late. Distressed like his shipment's late okay. and Starfleet's calling him asking where their, sh where, where their shipment is. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask if they can have some uh, search and rescue ships standing by outside the nebula uh, in case we need assistance, but we're going to go in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of like whisper in the captain's ear, this could become a hostile situation very quickly. Do we want to involve civilians? That's why I want them outside the nebula, but I think that having them having them nearby in case we can recover the Breckenridge, or in case we need to be recovered ourselves, would be prudent. All right. Of course, Captain. We will have several ships standing by. Um, we do have a couple of runabouts, uh, but um, most of our larger ships are not uh, not available. Understandable. Tyrelli out. What right. sort of information do we have on the Breckenridge? Its size, engine capabilities, crew complement? Uh, uh, I will tell you one second, because I have that. 
and I don't have it open because I'm terrible. Uh, it's an Olympic, so 27 decks. Complement is anywhere between 750. About 750 is the complement. Um, so that's pretty big ship. considerably larger than the Europa, right? It's pretty big, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know what that is. I don't think, I'm not sure that ship is, is in Star Trek Adventures, so I don't know what the stats for it would be. I think the Olympic's the same size as the Lunar Cloud. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but it's about 310 to 320 meters in length. Oh, so... those, the funny looking ship with the big balls at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Class. Um, and that puts it, I gotcha. Um, we can, we can tow that out with a, with a tractor beam. No problem. Theoretically. Yes. Theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. Barring an exploding nebula. Right. Or barring <laughs> things just not functioning properly. Right. right. Um, the ship, let's see. I need to look up your guys' thing real quick. Because I have these numbers. And I didn't look them up, and I should have. I should have totally looked. So you're actually bigger. The Europa is about 450 oh. meters in length. It's about 310 liter meters. So I keep thinking the ship is way smaller than it actually is. Yeah. It's the tiny crew. Right. It's the yeah. tiny, tiny crew. 138 people. Which is currently lower than that. Um, all right, so heading into the nebula, uh, go ahead and give me. Well, I mean, I'm, I'll roll it for you, I guess, but unless you have dice over there that you want to roll. Um, um, I'll have, I, go ahead. I would like to, with with my officers, of course, formulate a search and rescue plan where we systematically search the nebula for the Breckenridge um, rather than just going whole hog into it. Sure. You don't want to have a scene where you guys are in the in the reference room, having um, a room, having a chat, or do you want to just make a roll for it? Well, to be honest, I don't know the finer details of three D uh, search and rescue um, yeah, operations. So this would be a this would be a case where my, my character would have more knowledge than I do. Right. Um, so uh, you know, we don't necessarily need to role play that, but I would like to establish that we've done it. Yeah. All right. Well, sir, uh, we do have six new support ships capable of shields and quick travel if we want to widen our search grid. The, them being smaller also makes them more vulnerable. This is a case where I would have rather had the runabouts than the fighters. Um, but... Uh, Plus, I, I imagine their sensors aren't as uh, aren't as capable of, say, a, sen a runabout with a sensor pot equipped to it. With Probably such not. a volatile atmosphere and the risk of ambush, wouldn't it be better to try and send out a wave of probes first before sending out a detachment of people? I don't think we can trust probes in this uh, dense of an atmosphere, can we? Probably not. I'm going to give you what I'm going to use one of your guys' momentum from earlier to answer a question that you guys didn't ask. 
All right. Well, I think uh, I think Jack was going to ask it and never and and got sidetracked. But I always um, assume I have twice as many questions than I ask. <laughs> right. Right. So uh, you can use shuttles and runabouts or the shot the 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 fighters in here. However, um, the corrosiveness and pressures of the atmosphere. Even a runabout shuttles or shuttle uh, runabout shields are only going to last several minutes, maybe ten minutes at the most. The Europa has about six hours before its shields are going to fail. Um, small craft are far more limited in here. Like the maneuverability and speeds are going to be far more limited. Um, you can use them, but they're going to be definitely more more limited than a larger ship that has more power to to pump into shields. Um, probes probably wouldn't last for more than a like two or three minutes at tops in mm. here. So um, you definitely, you can use the fighters for sure, but even the fighters are only going to get maybe 15 minutes of, of shield time before they're going to have to come back in for repairs. We should keep them aboard and then launch them if something comes up where we need them. Um, but right. we can have the Europa do the bulk of the exploring. Um, Knowing that they would only last 15 minutes, I will retract my previous statement. <laughs> right. One of those things that you look up as you're as you're talking, like oh, oh, oh never mind. Uh, no, that's, that's right. not going to work. Bad. <laughs> right, it's part of the formulation of a plan. Um, all right, Brian, uh, two dice. Uh, yeah, if uh, I'm doing command and uh, reason, maybe to come up with a a good a good uh, plan, an, an actionable role anyway. That's yeah. a five and a one. Uh, those this would. Uh, would this hit uh, my focus for, you know, actually, I don't think I have a focus that would apply, but uh, that would still be three successes. Team dynamics. Yeah, I'm going to say it's three successes, which is plenty. Um, so that gives you an advantage and I think, what, one success or one, uh, one momentum? So that'll give you advantage to, uh, you can either, yeah, I'm not sure what it would apply to, but we'll figure out where that applies to sure. uh, during the actual rescue itself. Probably like offloading people from the ship or in the location process, locating the, the, the ship. Sure. Anything that would encompass a standard search and rescue operation. Right. Um, all right. So while you guys are searching the nebula, does anybody else have any things they want to do? Anything in engineering or anything else like that? Um, this hobby will be prepping for um, incoming once we find the Breckenridge, but I don't think there's really anything we need to RP with that. Okay. Uh, nothing for engineering, nothing for the shuttle bay, probably not. Really Are there any there. systems that we can, uh, in an emergency, redirect power from and pump them into shields? Do we want to set up, say, some sort of emergency buffer to get shields back immediately if something happens? Uh, well, you won't be able to. Use, you will not be able to use transporters in here, so you'll have that. Right. So with that power for sure. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, general systems like that. So there's definitely ways to shunt power. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd contact. Uh, well, I'd, I'd talk with the captain first. Uh, captain, we might want to, since they're not going to be terribly useful in this nebula, we should take some of the science labs offline and the transporters and set up a, an energy buffer in case shields go down. We can just plug it in and get the shields right back up. I agree. That's a good plan. 
Um, why don't we have Ensign Tong uh, on that? I think he'd, he'd be best equipped. Um, Very good. Yeah, this seems like maybe uh, it could give us advantage uh, if we do the regenerate shields action. Yeah, I would allow Tong to basically assist with that, essentially, at that point. Okay. So, um, there's no reason to make the roll just right now, because we'll all see right. what happens when it happens. All right. Um, all right. So, O'Connor, give me a another sensor check to see if we can find how long it will take us to find the uh, the Breckenridge. Obviously, you're going to find it, and it wouldn't make much sense if you didn't. <laughs> That's a 15. I'm going to say your difficulty is going to be, uh, it's three because of the two plus two from the sensors, uh, the, the damage, the difficulty of right. the sensors. So you can, have two dice at the moment. Anything you want to add to it? Can Yezabeth assist by calibrating the sensors to compensate for the nebula? Uh, you can assist, but the you'd need, you'd need to actually remove the nebula in order for it to... To not be a charging uh, phasers. A <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah, you could totally do that. But um, yes, you can assist. We'll find okay. the broken bridge and put it together like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> right, and yourself since you're inside the nebula. <laughs> right. Um, how many dice you want to roll? You have four um, momentum. Let's roll three. Use, use yeah, use some momentum. All right, three dice, straight roll, no cheating. Two, six, and 19. And then we've got a roll from Cherka, which is a three. See, now that I rolled again for you guys, the game has realized that it's time to free to, to do well. Good. Uh, Does the ship uh, get an assist? Oh, yeah, the ship gets an assist as well. Yezabeth uh, would also generate a one bonus momentum. So. Okay. So that's, uh, I'm, you said he was 15 there, Evelyn? So at reason science? Yeah. Yeah. So that's two, three, four with uh, the bonus momentum from Chirka and five if you count the ship. So there you go. You have two questions you can ask. Um, you do, you, you will find the Breckenridge. Um, it takes you probably about 10 minutes of it being in the, in the, um, the cloud to locate the Breckenridge uh, and start heading its way You have two questions if you want to ask them. What, what sort uh, of state are they in? Um, they are running on auxiliary power. Um, you can't get any life readings from it, but that is most likely due to the atmosphere around you. It's most likely due to the, the, the sensor dampening effect of the, of the thing. Um, they definitely have been attacked by something. There's quite a bit of damage. And again, they're on auxiliary power. How recently were they damaged? Uh, it's hard to say for sure, but probably within the last um, three or four hours. Well, that's a good sign. That means the attackers are probably gone. Because even if they were cloaked, if they were cloaked, they would have no shields. And... Uh, they, the nebula would probably damage them. They would last even less time in here than we do. Klingon ships are hardy and uh, determined Klingons. I could see them doing this. I wouldn't rule it out. 
Agreed. We'll keep our eyes open. Whilst you're flying through and heading towards the Breckenridge, uh, actually, wait, no, that has to wait for later. That's a different point for later. Sorry, my bad. Given the um, positioning of the Breckenridge, if someone were sitting outside the nebula somewhere, would we be within? Uh, I guess a better question to ask would be if somebody were sitting outside the nebula, would they be able to detect the Breckenridge's location? If they knew exactly what they were looking for or had a pretty good idea of where it was, it might be doable. Um, I mean, we tried and we couldn't. But yeah, you guys tried and couldn't, so it would be difficult. Right. It, it would be, and the, and you guys have much better sensors than most Klingon ships do. Okay. So the likelihood that there's a Klingon ship sitting outside the nebula, waiting for the the Breckenridge to move and then explode the nebula is pretty low. Probably. Okay. Now, the distress signal said that the Klingons towed them in, right? Not that they drifted in. Correct. Yeah. Okay. They were pulled into the nebula. At least in, at least in part. We'll get into that in a second. But yes, that's what the, that is what the distress signal said. Yeah, there's, there's definitely something up here, Captain. If the Klingons wanted that ship destroyed, they would have shot it, not dragged it into the system. There's no honor in leaving prey to slowly die in a gas cloud. They're here somewhere. Let's keep our eyes open. The Breckenridge is our first priority. Of course. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, with take your, work. Oh, with your ahead. permission. I'll have GC and her flight command on standby to scramble when we get closer. Agreed. Okay. It doesn't take very long before the uh, the Breckenridge starts showing up on the the main view screen um you can see the damage it's pretty extensive um it's kind of floating at a off kilter angle because that's just the way the model has to sit in order for you to know that it's bad mm -hmm. um they are venting various gases um probably plasma from the warp engines which doesn't much matter in a thing that's already pretty explosive um the lights in many of the sections of the shuttle of the ship are um are out more sections than you would expect, which is, you know, again, the damage. Um, more sections than we expect due to the damage. Wouldn't more sections you would normally expect, which may be caused by the damage. Okay. Sorry. Um, put the comma in the right place. Um, so yeah, what are you guys going to do? You can see it there on the view screen. Well, well, uh, tractor it, Talk, pull it out. Okay, not gonna hail or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll hail if the, they've got if the if they're answering hails. All right, you open the hailing frequency and um, a uh, uh, what did I say her name was? Captain Vishal, um, a Rysian named Captain named Vishal comes on. Uh, you recognize her as. The captain of the Breckenridge. Uh, Europa. Glad you're here. Did you have any problems with the Klingons? No, it's quiet as a church mass out there. Um, but uh, they they might be waiting for us to fit, to bring you out. So, uh, do you, how strong, how powerful are your shields? My shields aren't going to last much longer. They're pretty weak. 
Okay. I've had a couple of hull breaches in some areas, but we've managed to stabilize. I'll talk to our crew about extending our shields around you. Um, uh, is your hull intact enough for us to tow you out? Uh, it's it's in rough shape. Uh, the Klingons towed us in here, but only only a little ways toward the the. At some point, they shut their shut the tractor beams off. Um, I don't know if it was because of the shearing on our hull, or if, I don't I don't know why they did, but they definitely got us in here and then let us drift deeper and deeper. Now that we're closer, can we get a better scan on them? Sure. Go ahead and give me another roll. Difficulty is still going to be difficulty is going to be four. Okay. Um, two for the nebula and then two for the difficulty. So, how many <coughs> how many momentum would you like to spend? Um. You have three. Let's spend one. And then the ship will assist with one. So you got a twelve and eighteen and a two. So that's what two successes for you, and then two successes on the ship. So four. Which is what you needed. Um, what do you want to know? Yes, you get a better reading on the ship. What are you looking for specifically? Um, specifically looking for life signs. Um, okay. Specifically, specifically, Klingon life signs. Or okay. Klingon allied life signs. <laughs> right. Uh, there are no Klingon life signs aboard the ship. It is There are a lot of other races aboard ship. Um, there are about 400... And 50 life signs aboard ship. Give or take. Okay. Let's see. And there are supposed to be how many? Uh, 750 is the normal complement. Okay. So there's about 450 remaining. Um, yes. That's life signs, yeah. Okay. Um. You will see, you also, I will just give you uh, that due to the uh, the remaining damage that has happened to the hull from the corrosive gases um, in the areas of the ship that have lost hull integrity, you probably can track them out if you're careful, um, but without going over there, without, without reinforcing either their shields or their hull integrity in some way, um, it's going to be pretty hairy to get them out. Okay, well, obviously we'll take our time with it, but the sooner we right. get to it, the, the sooner we get them out. So. Yep. so you're going to extend shields across them? Yeah, yeah, I think that's doable. Okay. Yep. So you encompass them with the shields. Um, you can then see, you know, the the effect of the shields um, staticking more. Because they're they're spread out over a larger area, but they're holding. Okay. What you gonna do next? Vishal is, uh, um, yeah. I, I don't really have anything else for her to say at the moment. We'll, so we'll begin maneuvering them out of the nebula. I get her mental state. Uh, she's definitely in some some distress. Um, yeah. She's very concerned about her crew, clearly. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, it's hard to get much yeah. more. Yeah. How um, long would it take to uh, plot a sort of, say, 45-degree vector from the way we came in? Would, how much extra time would that tack on? 
take not the quickest route out. Um, well, it would add a third of the time, pretty much, right? So we go from half hour to 45? I guess, sure. Yeah. And we've got six hours you said we can do, right? You had six hours when you started in there. You've we're had half an hour already. So you're five and a half hours. You extended shield. It's probably going to cut you down by about two hours. So you still have we have time. We have time to take them out a different way. Uh, I doubt the Klingons can keep an eye on a, an entire nebula at once. If they're, if they're out there waiting, they'd probably assume us to bring it out shortest possible distance. I feel like our best bet is still to take them to the um, Tyrellian system. So that way we can get these. I don't know how much longer this ship's going to last. I think it, if we can get them out to the system, that's our best bet. Even if it, even if it's a little riskier in terms of Klingons, because we haven't seen any sign of the Klingons yet. Uh, I agree that this could be a trap, but we've seen no signs of it being a trap so far. Could we get engineering to remodulate the deflector array, perhaps to redirect any gases should we have a localized explosion? Uh, is that something that's doable? Uh, probably not really. Hey, Kostra, can you do that? Yeah, no. prob probably not. <laughs> the, right. this, because the nebula as a whole is explosive, so yeah. it's it would, be, it would be pretty rough to have a localized explosion. <laughs> And I, I was I was thinking, you know, like the the body surfing uh, sure. metaphor, like just just keep it stable enough so we can ride the blast out. But right, um, with your, especially with your shields extended, that's not something that would really be feasible. Okay. Um, all right, so uh, whoever's going to be running the tractor beam, go ahead and give me a. Uh, a... Well, that's tactical, oh. right? That is tactical, and I'm going to spend a bunch of threat. Awesome. Uh, Yay. I'm going to spend five threat. Jesus. Um, three of them will be to raise the um, threat range. And two I will use to raise the difficulty. So your difficulty is going to be four. And difficulty four, 17 to 20? 17 to 20. Ooh. All right. Um, can... Um, can uh, Hage assist by, uh, you know, oh, this would be part of the plan, I think. Um, to, to, so um, sure. would he, we get advantage for that? Sure. So difficulty three. Okay. And then 17 to 20. Okay. Uh, I have a talent in shipboard tactical systems. Would this cover that? I don't think so, no. Okay. I don't, I mean, I, I, I no. do imagine that is more, you know, like targeting and shooting yeah. and modulating weapons and whatnot, but I figured yeah. I'd throw it out there. Okay. So. You have two momentum. Uh, and we are going to get a ship assist, right? They assist in tractor beams. It should. Yeah. Okay. I think it does. Uh, what is the role? Um, it's just control tactical. security. It's control security, security, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's target 15. 
and say we roll at least three dice. So let's spend. Uh, well, it's security, so go ahead and take another threat. Well, can I really be bold with a with a tractor beam? I'm trying to be bold, but everyone, it, it's not working out. So I'm not. I'm not going to use bold because this isn't a, isn't a particularly bold plan in Ambrose's <laughs> eyes. So go ahead and spend a momentum. I will roll three dice. Target is fifteen. I have a security. Uh, well, I'm not using a focus, so that doesn't matter. Um, I got a 10, 15, and an 8. So that's three successes. Okay, that's what we needed. Um, all right, so the tractor beam grabs on, and um, you begin to pull the ship out. Um, shortly thereafter, as you guys are beginning to make the maneuvers, the maneuvers, uh, you get a distress signal coming back from the three, uh, the, 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 the Tyrellian ships, Tyrellian, Tyrellian ships, sorry. Um, Starship, Starship Europa, Starship Europa, we've been attacked by, and then it goes dead. Um, a few seconds later, you get a uh, a um, a signal in from the Klingons. You're getting a, a, a hail. That's what I'm looking for. A hail from the Klingons. We'll we'll put it on screen. Um, on screen is General Cargan. Let me see if I, I do have a picture of General Cargan. NPC. General Cargan. There you go. Chris Lotta, aka Starscream, aka um, Cobra Commander. Um, I had a voice frame. What was it going to be? Oh, Starship Europa. Surrender now. Or I will destroy your ship. There, you are detecting, um, even through the haze, you're able to detect three Cavort class cruisers, three Cavort class cruisers of prey. General Cargan, I was hoping we would run into you. You must Where be you? pretty. You must be pretty doubtful of your soldiers' abilities if you arranged this little scheme to weaken us before you even engaged us. I don't understand what you're talking about, Captain. I'm saying you're, you attacked a hospital ship and then some rescue ships and without, while you, while you kept, you kept us busy with that rather than engage us while we were outside of the nebula. That is the act of a coward, General. <laughs> I don't know anything about a hospital ship. We are sent here we have been sent here. Uh, my mission has been to attack uh, opponents of opportunity. You are here. You are my opportunity. The Tyrellian ships were of little consequence. Well, then, why don't you come in here and, uh, and take us if it's so easy? The Europa is a prize. One that I intend to give to my, to the Chancellor. Hmm. Come out and surrender the, the, the Europa, or I will destroy the entire nebula. You have oh. one hour to comply, Captain. You attempt to run, I will destroy the nebula. You refuse me, I will destroy the nebula. I, I must say I'm surprised. 
I would have thought you'd want to engage us on equal footing, but apparently I was wrong. I will either have a prize or there will be no prize. Hmm. Perhaps we can buy you a shiny new ship at Starfleet Yards. Perhaps that'd be easier and less risk to yourself. You're wasting time, Captain. No, you're wasting mine. And then I'm going to disengage the... Uh, the um, Calm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tried to big dog him. I don't think it worked. But the angrier is the better as far as I'm concerned. Um, all right. Any ideas? You get a calm from the, the, uh, the Vishal, uh, from, from, not from the Vishal, from Vishal, from the Breckenridge. Uh, on screen? Captain, um, I'm detecting the three Kavort-class ships. Uh, we, we caught some of your, your message. Um, I will tell you that the Klingons that were boarded our ship, they were not, they were different somehow. They were stronger and more aggressive. Um, our phasers didn't didn't seem to work very well. Like, I wasn't. We were we're not able to stun hardly any of them. In fact, I don't think we stunned any. Um, they mm. were definitely much different. But they also didn't. They they were not on Cavort class ships. It was some kind of newer Raptor of some kind. Uh, well, uh, that tracks with what he with what he said. Um, but doesn't change our present situation. Unfortunately, I don't think the, the Breckenridge is going to be of any help in this situation. Can, can you maneuver under your own power yet? No. Not without some, not, not without some repairs, additional repairs. How quickly could we, we evacuate that ship? Probably not quickly enough. Without I've got transporters. About, I've got about 150 wounded and the rest, um, without transporters, it would would take a while. I've got some shuttlecraft that are still functional. If we only I had one we... ship, we could pull a Picard maneuver and get out of here in a split second. But towing this ship, there's no way we can sneak out of here. Yeah, I, th I think probably our best bet is if we if we launch our shuttles and we try to uh, we send over an engineering team, they get the uh, Breckenridge's engines up and running. If the Breckenridge leaves out the back while we leave out the front, it'll cause enough of a distraction. And that way, the only thing we need to worry about is getting away. If they can, if they can hail us, they may be able to, if we can detect them, I know our, our sensors are probably stronger than theirs, but if they, if they see movement. You heard Cargan. He wants us, he wants us, not, not them. I think he's I, I think he's preoccupied enough that he would leave the Breckenridge alone if the Breckenridge left him under its own power. Do um, do we all agree that that's a a plan or it's a good place to start? Okay. All right. Well, let's get an engineering team over there. Um, we'll jury rig that engine. Make sure it can run at least a little while longer. Right. Who are you going to send over? Castro, definitely. Um, 
I would have probably sent the doctor over since they have wounded. Yeah. Up to you guys though. No, that's a good that's a good call. Um I I want to send Shajin uh, just because I would rather us have a, play, a player character who's piloting the Breckenridge out of here uh, and Silva's piloting this ship. Um, but I know you want to do fightery stuff. So I'm not sure. Do you have another player you'd want to send over? Another character? Could send Tong. Could send Tong. It would make yeah. that would leave us without an engineer here or without a you know important. Yeah, and I feel like here. it would make more sense to keep Pong here as a backup mm. plan in case we do need to do some quick transporting. If you're okay just not having a character, we can just send those two and some uh, gold yeah. shirts. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine not having a character in this unless you know Jeff, you wanna you wanna let us know that this is going to be a major plot point that I'd want a character in. Um, there is some information over there to be had, but it doesn't necessarily have to be any of them. Like the doctor can get it, Coaster can get it. Yeah, so. I, I figure Tong should be here to deal with any emergency engineering stuff, and Ambrose should be here to fire all of the phasers. Right, right. All of the phasers that are going to explode us. <laughs> all the phasers yeah. once we leave <laughs> the nebula. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, I do know how much damage the nebula will do if you fire in a phasers while you're in it. So, <laughs> um, all right. So you're gonna take a shuttlecraft over. Um, you don't have runabout anymore, so you can't take a runabout. Um, <coughs> so very limited shields. Um, all right. So Kostra Look, and Dis luckily, I think it'd be protected by the shields around. Well, yeah, yeah. You've got plenty. It's got plenty of time to get over there. It's not. I'm not gonna make any rolls for that, that kind of thing. Um, as long as the sh as long as the Europa shields are extended, you've bought both ships some time. You bought and now all three ships some time. But you know mm -hmm. the shuttlecraft's only going to be three to four minutes in the atmosphere and in the in the um, gases anyway. Um, so Kostra and and uh, Dasavi Unet and how many? You send three security guys? Or no, well, we'll, security, we'll send but... enough people as necessary for the job, which sounds pretty significant. Yeah. So. All right. Said, and, How many and people can we squeeze crew. into a peregrine? <laughs> uh, into a peregrine, not very many, like two. <laughs> that's right. We do actually have just standard. You do have shuttlecraft. Uh, shuttlecraft, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you didn't lose your shuttlecraft. You, you lost a couple of them. You went from whatever your previous complement was to this new complement, but um, two type 18s and a type 9, you're probably fine. Um, all right, so. You head over to the uh, to the, the ship. Um, everything goes smoothly. You dock nice and calmly. Nothing bad goes wrong. No one dies in this process. Um, when you arrive, you are met by Captain Vishal and her chief engineer, who I did not bother naming, um, who's a bullion. Why not? Um, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here, um, Doctor. There are many wounded. And she directs you that way. Um, you also see that in the shuttle bay there are stacks of, uh, of essentially body bags. They're not essentially; they are body bags, mm -hmm. um, and there are two stacks. There's a stack uh, against one wall and a much larger stack against another wall. Probably crew versus Klingons. Just a rough guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you wanted to. 
uh, this way, if you, and she kind of gestures towards whatever you want to, you know, towards sick bay. If you want to go to sick bay. Um, Goes over at Kostra. I presume you don't need me for any engineering. Well, unless you want to hold my tools for me, I think you're more useful there. All right. I'll head over to sick bay. Uh, Kostra, you're, I, say, you're, I assume you're going to head down to main engineering. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll start with that. Uh, the ship is currently on emergency and auxiliary power. Shields are only the shields themselves would only last probably another ten or fifteen minutes if it wasn't for the Europa. Um, once shields are down, you can look at things, and the ship would you you can see um, that. Uh, actually, you know what? Give me a, a engineering roll. What's your engineering skill? Um... I assume you just roll two dice. So I have jury rig, uh, which yep. lets me. We're not we're not fixing just yet. We're just going to get a, an assessment first. Okay. So this will be uh, let's say, insight and engineering. Sure. Or, okay. or reason engineering. I'll take either one. Uh, insight engineering is twelve. Okay. One dice or two or two dice or three? I should say. Two dice. Uh, an eight and a thirteen, so that's two, right? Yep, two, um, which is good. All right, so you quickly determine that again the ship's on emergency power. Uh, the hull would suffer catastrophic failure in less than two hours after the shields are down. Um, total catastrophic. The ship is gone, never to recover, kind of thing. Um, you have two options that you can choose between as far as how you want to fix the ship. Um, you can attempt to reinforce the hull with you know, energy, uh, like, uh, what's that? Polarization, force essentially. Force fields and polarization and that kind of stuff. Um, or you can just try to get the shields back up and hope that things go. Um, in the process of all of that will also be the, the getting the engines back online role. So we're going to do it, we're going to do it as a single um, uh, extended task, but it'll accomplish all the steps that you want to do. I just need to know which of the two choices you want to take. Either the whole plating or the shields being brought back up? Um, I think shields being brought back up is the main thing. Okay. Um, okay, good. Because that won't slow down your, if you, you'd need more parts to be able to do the other way. So you would be able to, it would, if you wanted to do an evac also, you wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. Or you would, but it would take longer. Um, all right, so your difficulty is going to be four. Yes. Four, work of 18. Res- it's an extended task with a difficulty of four? Yeah, that shouldn't be four. Hang on. Yeah, I'm never going to succeed at that. that. Yeah, it's a difficulty of two with a work of 18 and a resistance of also two. Um, and a magnitude of four. Your intervals are 30 minutes. Uh, no, those should be 15 minutes. I don't know where I got these numbers from. So your intervals should be 15 minutes. So you you basically get a roll every 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes it takes you to make a roll. Um, whatever I'm trying, you know what I'm trying to say. You know what sure. intervals were. So yeah, so the, my first roll for the first 15 minutes uh, is going to be a um, daring engineering roll. Okay, just two dice. Uh, let's go ahead and spend a point of momentum on that too. Uh, you should have one additional momentum because you should have gotten one from the engineering roll. So you're up to three oh. dice. Plus 
plus, uh, I don't know, would you count as me having advantage on this with, because of the plan? Uh, no, because the original plan was to drag, was seemed to be to drag them out with the uh, with the tractor beam. Yeah. So sure. Okay. Um, difficult. But I, I will give you an assist from having additional crew aboard ship, though. Okay. Difficulty is fifteen. Yeah, I do have the chief engineer talent, which I believe gives me advantage if uh, I have people supporting me. Okay. So that would lower the difficulty to. Uh, to one. That's why I made the difficulty so high. Um, so your difficulty, we'll say your difficulty is one because you have the achievement in your talent. Um, you got a one and an 11 and a 16. Your difficulty was what? You said it was 14, 15? Uh, 15. 15. So that's three there and another one for the uh, crew assisting. So that beats it by three. Okay. So I'm rolling... Um seven challenge dice yeah and you get one you have one um one momentum because of the resistance so you can spend oh. that momentum how you want okay wait why do i have one momentum you said because of the you, resistance. you so you you had you would have had the difficulty was one you rolled uh one two three four you have a total of four momentum right so Minus one for difficulty. That was a task. Minus two for resistance. That leaves you one left. No, no, no. Resistance applies to the... Oh, to work. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. My bad. So you have three. Okay. So I, it's uh, I'm rolling seven die, and then yep. I can do momentum with that, what I want. Right. Um, I have it all laid out properly. I just can't remember how it works. Sure. <laughs> So, seven dice. Mm -hmm. uh, one, two, three, four, six, seven. And rolled. So that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have ten currently. Minus two, so eight. And you said the resistance is one? Two. The resistance is two? Okay, I'll put one of those bonus momentum to lower resistance. Yep. Uh, that will... Uh, Bring it back up to ten. Yeah, and I'll spend those two others to add additional work. So 11 and 12? Yep. All right. All right, we'll come back to you. Um, roll one was 12. Uh, and that counts as a magnitude as well. Because you got over five. Awesome. So, what's that? Awesome. Yep. So, Dasavi, uh, while he's doing that, you head down to Sick Bay. There are a lot of people who are injured. Um, their main, their main doctor uh, was killed in in the action. Um, as you're walking down there, Vishal it tells you that um, the the Klingons took a lot of our took most of our medical supplies. Uh, as many as they could anyways, and they killed everyone they came in contact with, or as many as they could get their hands on anyways. The Klingons also took 500 milliliters of biomedic gel. We had it on hand for uh, research into uh, mutagenic, uh, into a retro-mutagenic agent to combat a an outbreak of plague um, in a, she tells me system, I, I don't remember what the system was, but um, our doctor's been working on it for some time. 
Um, none of the Klingons that were aboard, uh, none of them that we fired our, our phasers at or anything, none of them survived. Um, we attempted to, fa to, to hit them with stun initially, uh, but my chief security officer uh, quickly realized that wasn't going to work, and uh, he ordered everyone to <coughs> turn his phasers to um, much higher kill setting than is normally required. Um, and even that, most of the Klingons didn't. Uh, it was brutal. It was, it was, it was bad, Doctor. Um, she shows you into the room, and, and the the injuries that you see are, you know, hacked off limbs and typical typical injuries you'd see from Klingons, but hacked off limbs mm -hmm. and impalements and. One guy's had his had half his face basically crushed. Um, it's it's pretty brutal. Um, there are two Klingons um, who are dead on one of the tables, and one of the um, lower ranking doctors, one of the uh, clearly not the chief medical officer, but one of the other doctors, shift doctors, um, is investigating, um, doing an autopsy on one of the Klingons. So, what are you gonna do first? They're doing an autopsy on this Klingon, like in the middle of sick bay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's in the not in the middle, middle sick bay, but like there's an observation. Like you can see where okay. they are in the observable, observable, uh, observable surgical yes. room. Okay. Um, uh, the majority of the wounds that are here are not going to require surgery. The you're still seeing, anyways, are not going to require surgery. Right. Okay. Even if they were, there's not a whole lot of space. Um, I also say that when you look in the the reason the, clearly the reason the doctor is doing this is because this is not does not look like a regular Klingon. There are several mm -hmm. cybernetical enhancements aboard this Klingon's face and the body. Um, so the 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 ones that are injured, they're not nothing's life threatening, obviously. Um, <clears throat> they're yeah, they're in the process of being stabilized, and the nurses are working okay. on it. There's nothing that's like you don't have any 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 red tags at the moment. Okay. Yeah, some yellows and some greens, but <laughs> most of the most of the the red tags have been seen to already since this has been they've been here for several hours. Right. Okay. Um. <clears throat> but you can assist with either you can you can either go in and help the, the autopsy guy or you can stay out here and help these people or you can rummage through the doctor's desk however you want to do <laughs> i'm trying to decide how annoyed Dasavi is that he's doing an autopsy instead of seeing two people <laughs> right um i'm gonna go with fairly annoyed we're gonna we're gonna go into the surgical room okay um, he looks up and i assume you're wearing a mask and properly dressed mm. <laughs> or not it's up to you <laughs> Probably. Following How mad are you? Are you going in there with a phaser? Like, get the fuck away from him! <laughs> I no, no, no. kill you! No, no. Ambrose when I need him. <laughs> Initiating Med Bay Assault 2. <laughs> <laughs> activate, the, activate the emergency doctor. Kill this guy! <laughs> um, all right, so... Yeah, not no, so mad they're not putting on at least a surgical mask. Yeah, no, no, no. Going in with... Following proper protocols. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, wearing yeah. at least the, at least the COVID protocol. Mm, yes. All right. Um, he looks up and and uh, you can see in his eyes that he's um, he's clearly very tired, but 
doctor, I um, I don't think I can do a lot more for anyone else out there. I think this is an important. And he holds up a piece of um, uh, dark, like a dark gray cylinder with a green light on the end of it. Um, this is much more important for Starfleet to know about. I would agree that it's important. I would argue if you can do an autopsy, you can help people, and this can wait. He's not going to get any less dead. That's not necessarily true. She does her best Vulcan eyebrow at him. We're in the middle of a nebula that will destroy this ship in a matter of hours, and there is very little hope or at least there was before the Europa's arrival, very little hope that the ship was going to get out. But I could have gotten a message out. Hmm. Well, at the very least, you can close the curtain so your crew isn't watching you do this instead of fixing them. Looks over his shoulder and kind of nods. <laughs> Pushes a button and the, the screen closes. I'll leave you to it. And she turns and heads back out and starts working on the yellow tags and go from there. Okay. Uh, give me a medical roll. Uh, where'd she go? Um, either way, it'll be 15. Either controller reason, whichever you want, when you want. Okay. Uh, it would be probably control. Okay. Two successes. So um, you're tending to people pretty, you know, pretty well. Um, directing sick bay, I assume. And since you're now the highest ranking uh, or highest. Um, statistically, the highest uh, person here, um, being that you are an actual chief medical officer and they don't have one left. So. Mm -hmm. Um, tending to some of the wounded, uh, the, the, the majority, like I said before, the majority of the injuries you're seeing are, are slashing, cutting, crush type injuries, um, stuff that, you know, waving lights at it fixes most of that. So, um, when you're talking to the nurses, they, you, you know, you get the, the distinct impression that they're, they've been working, you know, nonstop for eight, nine, seven, seven, eight hours, six, seven hours, I guess what, six, seven hours. Okay. Um, and uh, some of the more gruesome things, you know, this is clearly the tail end of, of all of that. So um, they're not making mistakes, but definitely reacting slower than you would expect trained Starfleet nurses to act in a normal situation. So, um, Ouch. Did Vishal leave or did she hang it around? Uh, whichever one works best for you. Okay. Uh, we'll have her hang it around. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll turn to ask Vishal... You have your entire medical crew working now, I presume. What's left? Again, the Klingons came here. and They they started here? They started here. Well, they started not quite here, but they got here as quickly as they could, and they killed everyone they could. Okay. I'll come back over to the Europa. Uh, Savi to Hage. Hage here. Uh, Captain, we need a medical team sent over. These people are, are too tired to go on. They're not functioning properly. Um, I've seen very simple mistakes. And to no 
fault of their own. They are simply too mind weary, weary to continue. We'll send over everyone we've got. Um, I want Daphine on um, for, cert for certain. Will do. Okay. Thank you. Do you need any other resources? How's Coster doing? Um, I imagine he's doing costerly. All right. Well, he told me he didn't need me to hold my hold his tools, and I was free to go to sick bay. Working, working like his headband's on too tight. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give him a list of any supplies that we need since the Klingons seem to have raided them. Okay. I'm not sure Evelyn knows this, but biomedic gel is a big deal. Yeah, no, I have follow-up questions about that. Okay. Yeah. I, I figured that was a thing, but Wasabi's going to focus on the task at hand first and then okay. debrief. Okay, cool. Um, Hade will pass along orders to the quartermaster to uh, get any supplies over to load it into the shuttles. Okay. I imagine the SSH replies curtly. Does it look like I can move about this ship and get things into different places? Here's your forms. <laughs> then we'll fill out the forms later. Right now, just commandeer anybody who can carry a box. Yeah. There's a form for that, too. He walks over to, uh, to, to the doorway and presses the open button. Hey, I need hands. <laughs> uh, I imagine there's a quartermaster staff as well, so they'll get some of that going. Sure. Um, uh, all right. Um, with that, let's go ahead and jump back to the so we're on the Europa. Let's go ahead and stay on the Europa. Um, somebody so, give me a science roll real quick. Another sensors scan. Uh, you're going to get a plus one for this. Uh, you get your advantage for having your Klingon sensors applies to this one. So you have a difficulty of three instead of four. Okay. And I believe that's. It's me again. That's you again. Two again. Uh, you have one momentum currently. Yeah, let's go two. Okay. Whoops. That was not at all. Those are double zeros. That's not a thing. It's because I hit the wrong button. Oh, that means they explode, and that's <laughs> means that's two successes. It's 20s. Each They're both die. 20s. Um, Seven and an eight. The ship can assist with a two. So you've got an additional momentum. Yay. Which we'll just, uh, well, first I'll give you an opportunity to, to ask questions if you want to. Um, where was I? Six. Um, you are beginning to detect, um, something in the nebula. Uh, there is, Whatever it is, your sensor shadows, essentially. They're erratic in size. They don't last for uh, any um, pattern of time. And the distance from the Europa is consistently different. Um, but you're picking up a number of, essentially, sensor shadows. Do we think these might be cloaked ships? Possible. Okay. Can I'm going to do, talk to the talk to? Uh, I'm going to turn to Ambrose. What if we do a? What if we? The gas is 
ignites, right? What if we strategically ignite certain pockets of gas in a way that might light up the, that might cause the cloaking devices to fool? We might be able to get a, a bead on them then. I believe I made a similar suggestion earlier, but trying to localize the explosion doesn't seem it would, be, it would be extremely difficult, although you probably could shadow them with like a torpedo. Torpedos don't seem to set off. Don't, from what you know of the torpedoes you have, they will not set off the gases. Torpedoes, however, will not set off the gases. Let's, let's do that then. We'll, we'll set up an old-fashioned depth charge. If, uh, if they're in the nebula, they're here to observe rather than engage. Klingons are all about victory, but they're not going to sacrifice themselves for it. Yeah. And at the very least, they'll know they've lost the element of surprise that might cause them to second guess this ambush. I may have a way to turn the, turn the tables, but I'd have to speak with our, uh, our flight wing. Do you want to speak with Lou? Uh, the uh, GSA, uh, the flight wing. Oh. Which would be me talking to myself, so we can skip sure. that over. Yes. If you're, if you're saying we should launch the fighters, then uh, we can la launch the fighters. Not yet. Okay. Let's see what these Klingon ships are, are doing. And uh, if, if, they're up to, if they're up to something, you know, that may, that may negate what I'm thinking, but I'm putting together a plan. Okay. So you're going to try the depth charge thing? Yeah, so what kind of role would that be? That's a good question. Um, I'm going to say that is going to be either... I'm going to say it's probably daring and security. Um, I could see an argument being made for control as well. Um... And I would say shipboard tactical systems probably would apply in this particular case. Okay. Also, this is probably pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. So what does that leave you? Uh, if you're doing daring, then you're daring and security the same. So yeah. 15. Mm -hmm. 15. Uh, I, I will go bold. So go ahead and take your, your threats. That'll be three dice. And I can re-roll re one of them if I if I have to. All right. Did you want to spend the momentum to get a fourth? Uh, what is, what's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty will be, I'm going to say it's three. Um, again, one for the normal difficulty and two for the sensors in the nebula. Can Hage assist with uh, command? Sure. Okay. So just the three dice? Yeah. If you spend a momentum, uh, you, you can re-roll as well. Well, I can already re-roll one from, from Bold. I mean, if that stacks. I don't sure. care. It's fine by me. Okay. I have yeah. no idea if it does or not. but We'll, we'll spend that. And so that's that's four dice, two possible re-rolls, and, and an assist. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, and this is the Hage's assist. Oh, I can assist no matter what you do. So I was mistaken there. Um. So you got a 16 for Hage. 13, 18, 13, 16. 13, so that's 18, two. 13, 16. Yep. Two successes then. Uh, well, I will re-roll. I, I can re-roll two of those. 
Oops. What'd you say, Evelyn? Oh, Evelyn just left. She said she was going to step away for a second. Gotcha. Two dice. And these are both your rerolls, right? Yes. Seven and a one. So that's three more. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's five total. That succeeds. Um, with two additional momentum left over. Nice. Um, I will save both of those. Uh, so basically, I'm going to let you, with the momentum, I'm going to let you do this two more, this exact action two more times if you want. The first time you fire at one of the targets, um, it goes behind and it explodes and lights up. Um, and there's nothing there. It's just gas. But you have two more times, I'll let you do it. There are, th- there are numbers of other targets if you want to continue doing it. Wait, so when did we succeed at? I'm confused. <laughs> you succeeded at firing, oh, well, hang on, let's do it this way. Um, let me roll a die. You succeeded at firing it and hitting behind the target that you were aiming for and lighting it up. There are a number of targets at variable distances and everything else, and I'm going to roll a d6, and if it's an even number, I'm going to change what I just said. It's an odd number, so. But there are a number of other targets out there, and again, like I said, these are, they're, they're appearing and disappearing at various times. They're, they are variable distance, variable duration, variable signature. What did I say? Signature? What was the other one I said? There's three things that are variable on it, so. Um, but you get two more free without having to re-roll if you want to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that yeah. until we... Yeah. Until you find something. something. Yeah. If I've never heard of a ship running out of torpedoes, so sure. <laughs> Fire them all. All right. Um, so on the f- second one you fire, uh, it goes behind the target and it lights up. And that time you do see the outline of what looks to be a Klingon raptor, uh, a bird of prey. One of the newer, var- one of the newer models um, from what little you can out- get from the outline. Is it close enough to get a tractor on it? No. Okay. You have one more if you want to try one more shot for free. There are still seven or eight sensor sensor shadows out there. Uh, I mean, if it's free, why not? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't see the point at this point. I mean, best case scenario is we. I don't know. I, I'm now. I'm trying to figure out why we're even doing this because. Uh, well, you weren't so you weren't certain that there there are, there are shadows, right? There are there are sensor shadows. You don't know necessarily what they are. Now you have confirmation that at least one of them is a Klingon ship, but they're not necessarily all Klingon ships. Yeah, but if there's like seven of them, then we'd have to do this roll seven times to be able to see. Uh, well, you might not. It basically comes out you might not know how many there are going to be. So I'll let you keep the momentum. It's fine. And essentially, it comes down to there are Klingon ships there, but you don't know how many there are. There are definitely okay, some, but not all the sensor, not all the modules, not all of the readings you're getting are necessarily Klingon ships. Oh, so it, it wasn't free; it was costing this momentum. I was the two momentum that you had that you had gotten. You can, if you guys want to keep doing it, I don't really care. But the sensor, I, I, mean, the, I don't the, want to just keep rolling. I was, I was hoping we could right. roll once and then. What I'm saying is, you're not, not you're not going to get a good reading of how many ships are out there. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, unless you fire a shitload of torpedoes, you're not going to get a good idea of how many ships are out there. All right. I would have appreciated just knowing that up, at, up, up ahead. I was trying to do it in a different way, and, you know, it's fine. I can yeah. just say it that way. But um, Yeah. There are, there are some Klingon sh- There's at least one Klingon ship out there. Who knows how many more there might be. Okay. Well, it seems like there's nothing we can do about it now. So let's just keep, keep with the plan. Okay. 
Well, this changes the plan because now we can't send the we can't we can't send the the other ship away because it'll just get eaten up by the Klingons. Possibly. I mean, we're outnumbered at least th- three to two. Four to two. Four to two. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. And the ones in the, the shadow we detected looked like the newer experimental ship. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah. I. Which is probably... Again, he's right that it doesn't have shields up. It's probably not doing well in this in this area. Plus, we can't use phasers inside the nebula. You can use I mean, phasers. If, if it didn't right. have shields up and we launched a torpedo at it, like it should be. You fired the torpedoes behind it, didn't you? Or you were firing to try to hit the. We were trying to. We were trying to scare them off. Is what we were trying to do. See, I I was under the impression that what you were doing was trying to shoot a target behind it to get a, an idea of what was there. If you're trying to actually hit the sensors, yeah, you did damage to it. Oh to hit no! I would fire. Is. Okay. Yeah. So you. I mean, unless the unless the captain up. orders no, otherwise, just, no, I would fire on it potentially hostile. Everywhere. I I assume one. You've blown up one ship. It's fine. You did. Cool. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. But, if we blow if we blow up a ship, there are still sensor readings out there. You still don't know how many more there may or may not be. Captain, we may be able to use this to our advantage. I would uh, advise we send out a broadband signal take them out, suggest that we can see them and that we can blow them up. If they want this ship, it's going to cost them many. Let's keep doing it. But I also want to talk to the general again. Give me the sensor readings on that ship uh, that we found. I don't think the general... Without getting a whole lot of sensor readings on it? Yeah, well, I mean, even if it's just like a picture, you know, something visual. So we just want to be able to show him, hey, look what we found. Um, I want to con the general and... uh, so you, I see how it is, General. You, you, um, I see how it is, General. You give us time to uh, prepare for battle, and then you ambush us in the night with uh, your your night raptors. You are out of your mind, Captain. My ships are out here, waiting for you to make the choice. I'm transmitting over the sensor readings of a ship we detected here. Either you are lying to me, or you you have your allies are here uh, against your orders. Can I do the Deanna thing? Sure. This time I'll make you roll though. Sure, that makes sense. What am I rolling? Uh, insight uh, something or other. Command. Yeah. Command. Yeah, insight command works. Okay. You also have two momentum if you want, or you have one momentum if you want to spend it. Uh, I'm not great at insight. Uh, I have a super risky plan I'm, I'm, I'm formulating, so I'm all for saving my, the momentum. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, what, what's, what's the difficulty? Uh, I mean, probably good. just one. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with, I'm good with just rolling two dice. 17 uh, and a one. So two successes. Cool. The general seems generally confused. Captain, he doesn't. He genuinely doesn't know what we're talking about. There are more I, factions here. I know that. I'm trying to convince him of that. Um, yeah. Uh, so it seems your it seems your allies are lying to you. 
It changes nothing, Captain. Surrender the Europa. Very well. I'll surrender to the ships here in the nebula, since they are obviously braver than you. He just shuts off the comm. Well, that was my review. What's your plan? You said you had something? If these two factions aren't communicating with each other, it might still work. What might? But if they, if they, there's still too many ships about. Yeah, we're outnumbered by a pretty wide margin here. We were told a while back that there were Klingon pirates. Now that 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 intel might have been faulty, but that might not actually have anything to do with the current Klingon situation. This could be some sort of rogue faction. Might. What are they doing here? What is this all about? We'll have to answer that question later. With that, let's jump back to Kostra. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me another roll on that one. All right. Uh, you have one, two. You have two momentum. Difficulty again was two. I am going to spend. How many milestones do I have now? Just one. You have one out of four. Okay, um, then I'll just do, I'll spend one momentum to, to roll three die. All right, whoops, I just missed the roll entirely. Put them there. And roll. Does my jury rig count towards this? Sure. Yeah, okay. that's that's how, that because that lowers difficulty by one, right? Two. Lowers the difficulty by two? Yep. Okay. Um, so that Good. case difficulty is zero. Okay. Um, and you have a 17, a 16, and a 4, so one success. Okay. Well, that's one success. Um, so uh, seven challenge dice. Seven dice rolled. One, two, three, four. Four. Not a great roll. Yeah, I'll, re I'll reduce the, uh, I'll reduce the uh, resistance by two. So um, for, for, for work. Which will put it at 16 out of 18 and not provide a magnitude. All right. All right, that's 30 minutes have happened. All right, uh, go back to Dasavi. Um, Hold down here for a minute. Uh, so yeah, you're you're in there working. Um, you, your new staff arrives, uh, including Daphine. <coughs> this is this is the worst looking hospital I've ever been in. This is what happens when Klingons target a hospital. Barbarians. Well, among other uh, things, enough chatter. Let's get to work. Savvy nods and um, 
points her points Daphine over to whomever is acting or perhaps is the head nurse at the time mm -hmm. um, to debrief and relieve her. Okay. Um, she doesn't really argue a whole lot, but she also doesn't leave when she when you relieve her. <laughs> I, she just she just kind of goes and does like like cleans and stuff like not 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 tending patients anymore, but is cleaning up and. I'll go over. I understand you've been through something very traumatic. Your mind is racing. You feel like you need to do something. Because otherwise, the gravity of powerlessness sets in. However, if you don't return to your quarters and get some sleep, you're going to be useless to your crew from here on out. Give you a sedative if if you don't think you'll be able to sleep on your own. But you need to rest. You get um you get a, a sense, you know, pretty clearly in your in your uh Betazoid hole. Um <laughs> <laughs> that um she she's not only tired and exhausted, but she's she's um just utterly weeping inside. Uh, mm. um she looks at says uh Doctor, I I was pretty useless beforehand. Um, if I go now, there's just so much to do. I doubt you are useless. She just kind of looks around. <laughs> Given the circumstances, you were unprepared. You were under-weaponed. And untrained for the situation at hand. You are not useless. There are over 200 dead people. I know. She just kind of puts the things she was cleaning back down. Shakes her head. And kind of nods a little bit and, and um, you get the, the sense of compliance as she heads out of the room. And Savi kind of turns to the sick bay as a whole. And the same goes for those of you remaining. You did everything you could with the tools at hand. Now is the time to rest, recuperate. We'll take it from here. Go sleep. A few of them, you know, nod and head off, and a couple other ones are um, finishing up what they're doing at the very least. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Anything else you want to do there? Mm, not a fan. I think it's a good place to leave that. Anyway, anything anywhere else on any of the ships they want to do or head back to the Europa for back to the bridge? I do want to talk to Vishal about that biogel before we leave. Um, okay. You can, any, we can do that now if you want. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, so be somewhere not in sick bay. Yeah, you probably um. head up to the. She's probably in her. Oh, she's probably actually helping the engineering crews put some stuff together. <laughs> but okay. uh, what can I? What can I do for you, Doctor? Tell me about this biomedic gel. What you said you were you were reverse engineering a plague. This was supposed to be a, a, a cure of sorts. We were using it in order to. So you would know biomimetic bio gel is one of those uh, uh, medical technobabble things that Starfleet uses for all kinds of stuff. Mm. Um, in this particular case, it's, it's often used in things like cloning or bio, biogenic weapons or that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, it's also often used in the reversing of those things. Uh, it's essentially stem cells. Okay. You know, um, only fancier and more Star Trek-y. So this um, is not a specific, there's not like a biomedic gel specific to different things. This is a general thing that can be used for many things. Right, yeah. And it gotcha. usually comes in very, like it's 500 milliliters is a lot for any one starship to have on it. Okay. Um, heavily uh, regulated. Heavily, heavily regulated. Um, it's used in genetic modification, that kind of stuff. Um, I think DS9, when when Bashir was ordered to give over a liter of the stuff, he not only protested on it, but he also said that he had to, like, get it all together in one place because he didn't have it all aboard mm -hmm. DS9. Mm -hmm. So 500 milliliters is a lot to have aboard a single ship. Right. Um, she says, yes, they were. the doctor was in the process of, of doing reverse engineering on a genetic mutation virus, um, a gen genetic, genetic mutation plague Um uh, he'd been working on it for some time and he thought he was getting pretty close. We were, when we had dropped off the supplies to the Torellian system, he was going to start um, replication for uh, for testing. That's why we had so much aboard. Okay. I don't know how the Klingons knew it was aboard or if they did know, but. Was it on your manifest? Of course. Would they have been able to access your manifest? I don't know how they could unless, I mean, once they're aboard ship, they could possibly could, but um, I don't imagine. But you said they went straight for the sick bay. Yes. I mean, we are a hospital ship, and if they need the medical supplies, period, it's not unheard of for some, some races to, to attack hospital ships to gain supplies. Although Klingons generally don't use any, leave anyone alive afterwards. Would that be normal behavior for Klingons to attack a hospital ship and take supplies? Uh, like 200 years ago, maybe. Like 100 years ago. Like before the Starfleet alliances, like before the battle of whatever that one battle was. Before Kirk, yes, it might have been. Okay. But not really since then. Well, I mean, also, Klingons don't really place a lot of stock in triage. Right. Mm -hmm. You either you either die or you get better with a simple hyperspray and right. get back in the fight. So yeah, a are... biomimetic gel is super unusual for Klingons to yes. even want. Yes, that is definitely true. The, the the medical supplies thing, at some points in history prior to the Kirk, uh, the Battle of Axanar is the word I'm looking for. Prior to the Battle of Axanar, before the Klingons um, were really Grew well known, ridges. it did happen. So what's that? And before the Klingons regrew their head ridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, before they lost them and then regrew them. Okay. <laughs> Depending on what timeline you're looking at. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty unusual for the last, you know, eighty to hundred years for Klingons to attack hospital ships. Okay. Unless they're truly desperate. 
And these ones didn't seem desperate. No. They seemed ridiculously strong. Yes. And cover, covered in cyberware? Some of them had cybernetics on them. Okay. Like, not Borg Klingon. Specifically, like, cybernetically enhanced Klingons. Correct. Okay. The, um... And the, the cylinder that the other doctor had held up that um, he pulled out of the Klingon was not similar to, like, the Jem'Hadar white distribution no. system. Okay. No. Nope. In fact, um... This is something you would have studied, so I'll go ahead and let you make a roll. Go ahead and uh, what is your, I'll say reason, reason in either science or medicine. Um, this is a, you're, what you're trying to do is remember things from med school, basically like a specific types of technology that you've seen throughout your time in med school. Okay. Um, reason science, or reason, reason science is a 14, reason medicine is a 15. Okay, 15 um, works. Just two dice, you have one momentum. Yeah, we'll just do two for now. Let me see if you have anything that might apply. Dr. Daphine. Uh, no, Dr. Dasavi. No, Dr. Dasavi, not Dr. Nurse Daphine. Nurse Daphine. That's the nurse, yes. Lieutenant Daphine. Dasavi, here we go. No, the only thing I could think of at all might be the Xenobio, depending on where you're going with it. Yeah. Without having a closer look, I'm going to say that doesn't apply right now. Okay. Although it probably would. Three successes definitely work. So you have two additional, because it would only be difficulty one, so you get two momentum. I'll go ahead and throw those in there for you guys to keep. Um, the cylinder that he held up is definitely... Um, uh, it is definitely Borg technology, although the Klingon, or the Klingon is definitely not using Borg. Like It does not look Borg, but that piece of technology is definitely Borg. Okay. Do you know, Captain, did... Both of the Klingons that were autopsied, do they both have this cylinder? The captain doesn't know. She has no idea. Oh. I, I didn't know he had found anything yet. Oh. Um, yes, he found some very interesting Borg technology. They're... I, I will say that not all of the Klingons we saw had cybernetic enhancements. Hmm. But some of them certainly did. The ones that didn't have enhancement, were they easier to, to kill? I know you said you couldn't stun any of them. No. Hmm. Not really, anyways. Not noticeably different, more difficult. Did they... Were there any other ways that they acted differently than the Klingons we have all come to know? And They were far more aggressive. No. They were far stronger. Um, they also were able to access our systems more more readily than they even tried to access some of our systems more readily than mm -hmm. most Klingons would have. They took time to um, to use terminals. They didn't just. It wasn't. It was mostly about slaughtering and taking our supplies, but it wasn't entirely. Doctor, it seems to me that this is the hallmark of genetic augmentation. Mm -hmm. Agreed. But at what prompting and under whose guidance? Uh, 
which is I don't suppose any of the Klingons were alive when they left. Some of the Klingons that left were alive. All the Klingons that left were alive. <laughs> there were no Klingons here, still alive. Sorry, F. <laughs> no, the Klingons that were that were aboard the uh, the aboard the Breckenridge are all dead. We couldn't. We tried to use stun on them, and we tried to stop them, but there was just nothing we could do. Hmm. Which is very like the board. Which is a good time to let you think and go back to the bridge of the Europa. I honestly don't know what else to do on the bridge of the Europa. <laughs> Everyone's had a plan, right? You're working on a plan. If it wasn't for the Klingons, the clearly different Klingons in the nebula, I had a plan. But yeah. the fact that they dragged the ship in, didn't kill anybody, and are still here, not right. doing anything, really throws me for a loop. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wondering how they're able to manage like, what is being the point? cloaked without having no shields and being in this nebula. Well, they're clearly, like, just from one torpedo destroying a ship, they're definitely, their hulls are definitely taking mm -hmm. damage. They're they're definitely suffering from the effects because no ship, one torpedo, would most time take mm -hmm. one out. And that certainly would have taken that one out if you were going to hit it. Yeah, I'm just stuck on why are they still here? Right. What is the point of them being here? Especially if they're cloaked, they could just leave the nebula and nobody would really protect them. So they're waiting for something. Us? Is there something more on the Breckenridge that they want? So O'Connor still and and we ha we haven't gotten any uh any debrief from the Breckenridge waiting, right? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. What was O'Connor doing? Um, <clears throat> O'Connor looks up with this kind of uncertain and like, like she's not sure she wants to say what she's going to say because it's. She's not sure. Um, sir, I have a foolish suggestion. The only foolish thing is to stay quiet in an emergency. Well, their shields are down, presumably, because they're cloaked. Mm -hmm. Why don't we just transport some of them over to our brig. Or Transporters are down. All of them. What's that? Transporters are down. They don't work oh. in the nebula. Oh, I I missed that bit. My bad. All right. Um, let's see. Give me uh, another. Well, oh, go ahead. Just, just like, uh, just like Brian pointed out earlier, that Hage is probably better suited for putting together a, a you know, search grid than sure. he would be. I'm sure Ambrose would be better at putting together tactical information than say I would be. Can I make some sort of role to be to try to figure out what the hell's going on here? I don't usually get this meta, but um, yeah. Uh, before you do that, though, go ahead and and have uh, Evelyn give me another. Have O'Connor give me another role, uh, another sensor role. Um, so 15. Two dice. Two dice. Two successes. Um, the frequency and duration and distance of the variable anomalies has changed and is the, they're becoming less frequent um, and consistently farther away. 
So with that, Ambrose, if you want to give me a roll, I will give you the the chances are you actually succeeded in scaring them away by doing damage, blowing one up in a mm. single shot. So yeah, yeah. Whatever the sensor uh, things are, um, clearly they're clearly are caused by whatever. Even if they're not all Klingon ships, they're clearly caused by. Yeah, they're ships. they're throwing out sensor distortions to yes. to fool our sensors. I, I know I asked for it, but I, but I hate rolling for just give me the answer. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, they're they're leaving. Are they, they leaving in the same direction as the three outside, or are they going? Off in a different direction. Off on they're that. going. They're going off in a in a different direction altogether. They don't. They they clearly are not going towards the Klingons out there, and they are not going towards you guys in any way. They're they are departing the nebula as if they do not want to be seen by the other Klingons. How? My original question would be, how big is the nebula? But how long would it take them, guesstimate, to get out of the nebula? Rough guess from the speeds that you can roughly extrapolate they're probably going at. Um, it'll probably take them about an hour to get out, which would probably okay. be, depending on how long they've been in here, would probably be about the limit of what the Europa could be in this nebula for. It's pretty close okay. to. And so. we're about 45 minutes in from the closest edge. Yes. Uh, no, from the close edge, about a half an hour. Okay. But that's also heading out back towards the Klingons. You were going to go about 45 minutes out to get away from the Klingons, a certain distance away from the Klingons. That, that was before all this. That was before. Okay. Yep. Could I, could I suggest we, we have like a war room conference where we all get together and pull our ideas, get a debrief from the Breckenridge side and go over some things? Do we want to do that? Do we have enough information to report into each other and work things out? It's up to you. Uh, before you do that, though, I'll have I'll have um, Coster make another roll, um, just so he has more to report if he's coming back. But getting the information that the Klingons, the, having Ambrose and the captain have the information that Dasavi has might be good. I don't know. I mean, you guys have it. I don't. Your uh, I mean, don't have it. Do we need to play that out? Can we just say that they some send over the information? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah. It's also um, you can also if you have if you want to have the three people together in a room talking to have three people having more ideas, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. And also before Dasavi leaves um, the Breckenridge, she's going to go back and talk to the autopsying doctor mm-hmm. and see get a report from them. Um, yeah. If like there we, are. Well, multiple of these Borgie cylinders. I'm going to take one. As well as um, tissue samples and such not from our enhanced friends. So so if we're, if we're not meeting up for a meeting, uh, when we see them going out to leave, I would suggest implementing a plan. So, I mean, we can stop time and go back over to the Breckenridge, but whenever we do get back, I yeah, would have something can... I would immediately want to try to address. Yeah, you can see them going out. We don't have to go back to the Breckenridge just yet. Go ahead and, and do your suggest your plan. Okay. Uh, it looks like this other faction is leaving, but they're taking the long way. I might have a way to get all of us out of here, especially now that they don't seem particularly interested in our friends that we're towing. If uh, 
if the away team can get that ship moving under its own power, we can send them out the opposite side of these, uh, these stealth birds and uh, they can go about their way, getting us out. I have some ideas. Wait, I, I lost the train of your... Okay, go ahead. What's your ideas? Uh, the sensor, the, the nebula is distorting sensors, blocking sensors. Uh, this reminds me of some time uh, keeping out of sight of various Jem'Hadar patrols. Uh, very similar situations. You'd be surprised how very old, very simple techniques work covering oneself in mud, creating noisemakers, uh, yada yada. We don't have any mud, but we do have this nebula. It's damn near as thick. Their sensors are relying on bare basic information. If we power the Europa down to minimum life support, we could coast out. Keep the we could we could, and we could deploy the Peregrine wing. If they stay in close enough, and we overclock their engines, we could have them look like the Europa, and the actual Europa would be a sensor ghost, a shadow at best. Wouldn't our shield still need to be up? That seems like a. It'd be a risk, but the hull is the hull is strong enough. I think we could manage half an hour or so. Does that sound reasonable? You definitely the ship could withstand the limited like you'd have you'd have a couple of hours at least before the Europa would be with no shields, you'd have several hours before the Europa would, would be destroyed by the by the nebula. Um, we send the Peregrine disguise out under the guise that, hey, you won, we're surrendering. A minute or so later, we come out, we plug uh, Tong's emergency shield power back in. Peregrines scatter, lay down some cover fire as we engage. We wrap that up in 15 minutes, half, half an hour or less. We can even loop back around the nebula and see if we can catch the... Uh, whatever else was going on in here. Seems like a plan. We could give that a try. Okay. Um, that does rely on Kostra making this next roll, though. <laughs> Not making this next roll, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not going to get it this round. Um, not this round, no. Yeah. But you, you'd probably get it within the hour. It looks like you're probably going to get it within the hour, and that was what was reported, so... Yeah. Um, all right, give me another roll there, Kostra. What is it? Your difficulty was you have you have three momentum. Um, your difficulty is zero. Yep. How many dice do you want to roll? Two. Okay, yeah, I'll go ahead and use the momentum. So. All right, so three. Eight, three, nineteen. So that's two, or is that three? Um. The difficulty is structural. I was thinking what your focuses are. Oh, um, I have an emergency repairs. Yeah, I'll take it. That definitely qualifies. So that'd be three, uh, three momentum then. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll. Uh, seven One, dice. Two, three, four, five, six. You got six. It looks like. One, 
two, three, no, wait, fives are ones. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You have nine. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't really matter at past two. Um, so. Past five. But. Well, I, I think if you, well, it depends how you read the rules, I guess. But yeah. Um, okay. So I succeed. I get to, to, uh, Milestone. Oh, I see where you're going for. Yeah, yeah, I got what you're going for, um, because you have the you're you're, you're completing the work track of eighteen, yeah. which gives you a milestone. Um, yeah, you also got, um, you also get five, so it's another milestone. So you're at three milestones. So you have one milestone left. Um, and then the next one, I just have to get one, and then I'll see. correct. Yeah, yeah, yep. just what even even one success, and it's over. Yep. Right. Um, delete that. So, Dasavi, you now you can go back and talk to. Uh, I assume that right now, Jisha is, Jisa, Jisa is being talked to by Ambrose. Not a thing we want to do on screen, probably. Uh, <laughs> I really just want to watch Jack lose his mind trying to figure out who's talking to whom. Just have to face different directions when you're talking. <laughs> um, all right, so Dasavi, what else you got? You wanted to talk to the doctor, right? Yes. Um, he's still working, but um, you you go in. I go in. I will offer I my assistance as I talk to him. Okay. I certainly don't need anyone more yelling at me. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> Hands you a thing. I didn't yell. I simply offered a very firm suggestion. What can I do for you, Doctor? Tell me about what you found. Um, there's a great deal of cybernetics scene here. Some of it is clearly Borg. I don't know what the rest of it is. Klingon, uh, maybe Romulan in origin, and some of these that I don't know what they're from. I have no, I've never seen this before in my life. Hmm. Um, this Romulan technology, if it is Romulan, is far more advanced than anything that I'm accustomed to seeing. The Klingon technology is pretty standard. Um, the Borg is pretty standard for Borg technology. Um, it's a little older. It, um, the most recent engagement that the Federation had with the Borg, this predates that. Hmm. There's definitely something going on with their DNA. Uh, but without getting into research I can't do right now, um, I can't tell you what. Um, they, their anatomy is different, though. It's, it's Klingon, but different. Right. There is probably a significant amount of research that the Europa is capable of that your ship is not, uh, given the type of ship she is. Um, I would like to... Not that I am... Not that I have doubt in your ability or want to take you off a project you started, but I would like to continue this work on the Europa simply because we have the greater technology. 
There's a dozen bodies of Klingons out there you can take with you. Have you found the... As odd as it's going to sound, the same differences in both of these? The technology's a little different, but seems pretty similar. The, the genetics um, are definitely modified in the same fashion, but again, without having a deeper... An opportunity to get deeper into it. I don't I can't tell you what that is. But the what cybernetic modifications they have seem to be similar technology, although they have substantially different cybernetic modifications. Um, this one has an enhancement to its eye. Uh, there are some enhancements that lead into the arms. Um, the other one is mostly internal organs, um, possibly something that was severely damaged and replaced. I don't know. I, if they can do this level of genetic modification, I don't know why they wouldn't just regrow, regrow organs. Maybe not completely reliable, I don't know, but this level of technology they're using is unusual. That is a very good point. Um, I will gladly share anything we find. Um, I would hope that you would, wouldn't mind sending over a report of what you found as well. Assuming we survive all of this, I'd be happy to send you any reports I have. Fair. These are very lethal Klingons. Yeah, they are. More lethal than most. Yeah. And more and that's... cunning and tactical in a different way. Well... Thank you for your time, Doctor. If yeah. um, once once we get out of this nebula, let us know what we can do to help. Uh, um, yeah, working holodecks. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. She nods and heads out. D Klingons herself. The gooks, the Klingons. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Anything else you guys got on the Europa you want to do? Or we'll head back to Kostra for his last roll. All right. Kostra it is. Two dice, I assume, since you only need to get one. Yeah. Sorry, I know it's less fun to not roll dice, guys. <laughs> It's really confusing me. For some reason, I have a harder time finding my stats when mm -hmm. I'm not actually when I'm not doing the other half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you succeed. Uh, a nine and a twenty, so that's a complication as well. Um, I'm just gonna take the threat because I don't want to throw a complication in this late in the game, late in the session. Um, so yes, Costra, you managed to succeed. Uh, you've got. The, sh the hull reinforced and the engines come back online about the same time. The uh, hull's reinforced with your... Oh, no, your shields. You were doing the shields. Um, so their, their shields are back online um, up to full power, and you've gotten uh, their engines back online. Okay. So I assume you're going to let that let the captain know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That way Hage can act on that. Yeah. Uh, so so I have... So, uh, 
we'll deploy the fighters uh, to serve as a distraction while we escort the uh, the ship out. Um, so that I'm aware of what you actually want to do, because there were a couple different, I think, a couple different yeah, plans that, here. That wasn't exactly what I suggested. Um, oh, I it's not a it's not a bad plan. Um, so the idea that. Ambrose had, which I'm not sure was, uh, so you wanted to deploy the fighters, power down the Europa, and have the fighters in close quarters with the Europa as you went out. Right? That's what your plan was? Uh, or you wanted to have them separate, so the fighters came out in one area, the Europa came out in another area. I mean, it, it all it all depends on whether the, the Breckenridge can get out on their own yes. round about the same time that we can. Within, now, within a few minutes, yes. Yeah, now my idea was that we deploy the fighters. Uh, we have them set up in close formation so that, and overclock their engines. So it looks like uh, if, with, with the interference from the nebula and, we got right, that and part. scattering. Right, they'll okay. look like the Europa. They'll look like the Europa. We have the right. Europa powered down low, just behind them, just outside of them. Okay. So that when the fighters move out, they can, burst out and do their thing, distract the enemy long enough. I even have a I have an asterisk on that part of the plan as well. That gives the Europa enough time to plug Tom's emergency power in, charge right back up to full real quick, engage, and then the Breckenridge is already off the nebula somewhere else. We yeah. mop up these Klingons and go this, for the other ones. That doesn't solve the problem though that I don't trust the Breckenridge alone with the Klingons who are still here in the in the. Nebula. Oh no, they're leaving. They're leaving in a completely opposite direction. Well, right, but the Klingons in the Nebula are still here. No, no, they're no. the ones that were leaving. I think you missed it. That, that Wait, have they left are... the Nebula? They uh, haven't left. They were the, in the process of. They were in the process of leaving after you destroyed the one ship. Okay. Um, I don't know if you you must not have caught that, but yeah, they were. The sensor readings that you got, the sensor ghosts you were getting, were were. Well, if that's the case, why do we? go back to plan A and have the Europa just leave at the front door. That, that That's kind of what we're doing with the yeah. modified plan of, you know, having I mean, a better combat Yeah, presence. I get it. Use the fighters as a distraction, but I don't see the point of that if the Europa is also leaving in that direction. Just to have more targets. Element of surprise. I mean, confuse the Klingons. Klingons don't adapt well. It's up to you. You're the captain. You can do as how you want. Like I, the idea of going this, out with the, the idea of going goes, out with the 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 Breckenridge actually isn't a bad idea either. If you wanted to do that, just to just to go out of character for a moment, this is exactly kind of what I was talking about with the um, my concern about fighters is where we would just have the fighters uh, be the go-to solution, sure. uh, and then they're not well, necessarily a solution here though. Six six paragrines cannot take three cavorts. There are still three. The Europa has to there. be with them. For this plan to work. Well, I mean, if they have to be with them, then I don't see why we're running silent on this. Because uh, then they would see that we have deployed All right. peregrines well, and they would blow up the nebula because we're making offensive actions. Okay, I'm not sure I get the benefit, but let's go with it. Let's do that. What do we need to do to do that? Nothing. Just uh, you deploy the fighters and start your way out. The we well, have to get your people back aboard the ship, so you do that, um, yeah. and then Kostra, we'll have Kostra do, uh, um, you know, the run silent roll, which is no big deal. It's difficulty one. Um, How far away are the cohorts from the edge of the cloud? 
I mean, within weapons range. Could we use the Bussard collectors of the Peregrines to scoop up some of the some of the gas and weaponize it? I'm, think, probably I'm not. thinking probably a not modified Colvert, uh, Colvert Starburst. Yeah, mm -hmm. without probably without without having set that up earlier, probably not. You'd have had to you'd have to prep for that. You can still do the Starburst Col the, the the Starburst mover because that was just plasma out of the engines. But... Yeah, well, that's just being flashy. That doesn't yeah, really help us. Right. Um, without having without having had the engineers, you know, prep that ahead of time, I'm going to say no. All right. Um, so, Hage is going to have they're going to launch the fighters. You're going to have the Par the Europa go power down a little bit, and then you're going to have them come out in separate sections so that they so that you have the element of surprise, hopefully, right? Um, yeah. As you're doing that, um, Cargan calls back. Um, Captain Hage, you are. Your time is up. Are you surrendering or not? Uh, yeah, we're coming right out. He squints. <laughs> Very well. And then turns off the, the comm. Um, all right, where's my stats here? As you come out of the uh, the nebula, as the peregrines come out of the nebula, um, anyways, first, uh, they are going to... Uh, so what I'm going to do for this, uh, tactically speaking, is I'm going to give you guys a free... Um, main, keep the initiative, right? Is that what it's called? Maintaining the initiative? Mm -hmm. um, so with that in mind, go ahead and have... Uh, you guys can act first, essentially, is what I'm going to say. You guys can act first. Um, there are three Kavort-class ships. Um, their shields are up. Their weapons are charged. Um, they're clearly in anticipation of something happening. Um, go ahead and uh, you guys can make your first action, which would most likely be with the Peregrines first and then the Europa second. Mm -hmm. You'll get a free Europa going second, though. Right. Would a, a starburst maneuver, you know, mess with their sensors? Would that create like enough of a flare to mess with their sensors? Sure. For a, yeah. yeah, for a round at least. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's what we'll, that that's my idea for setting this up. Go out, do a do a do a solar flare, blind them, and then the Europa powers on and sucker punches them. Yeah. So you're going to use the the action of the fighters to do a distraction of the starburst the distraction maneuver. Yeah. All right. So that does. We, that's not. Uh, go ahead and do. I have to use to do a roll as well. Um, piloting and whatever that is. What's control? I'll say daring and con. Mm -hmm. Whatever your con numbers come out to that. Uh, you have four yes. momentum. Daring and. Con daring eleven, con four, so that'd be a fifteen. Uh, fighter craft focus, I assume, would apply. Mm -hmm. Do you want to spend any momentum or no? Uh, what is the difficulty? Uh, I'm gonna say two, probably. Try to do an to be able to blind their sensors for a round. 
yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say we use a momentum. Twelve, thirteen, nine. That's three successes. So you get one momentum back, and their sensors are down for a round. Well, not down, but they're blinded for a round, which is really good because that defeats something I was gonna that I had written in here. Um, now that brings us back to the Europa. What do you want to do? Um, Tong and Costra managed to get the power back on pretty much without too much difficulty. You know, it's fast ship, so you can do what you want. Um, as you're powering back up and get your shields up, what do you want to do, Paige? Um, let's uh, start with a uh, uh, a um, uh, the uh, the the hel helm ability that gives you a, a bonus to attack. I forget what it's an attack run. Okay. So that's Silva making the, the roll, right? Uh, yeah. I think the difficulty on that is only is one or two. I can't remember which. I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, I was just looking for it myself. Um, um, I found it. Um, it's yeah, difficulty one. Uh, okay. Yeah, difficulty one. Two dice or one. Or two dice or three. Oh, I no, I'm sorry. It is, it's difficulty two. I was looking at the wrong one. Okay. It's difficulty two. It's Daring Con. Uh, and I'm rolling, uh, yeah, just two die. Okay. The ship assists with weapons con. Okay. You got two successes, a six and a seven and an 18. The ship does not assist proper, does not help with the assist. But you got a six and a seven, so I assume that's two. Yep. Which succeeds. Yep. So I don't know what that maneuver does, but you've got it. Uh, that gives us a plus one on the tech rolls, basically. An advantage of one. Okay. Um, the cavorts are going to attack. General Cargan is going to... Uh, I'm just going to open fire. Okay. Uh, uh, the difficulty to hit us is reduced by one. Uh, uh, could, I, yep. could I use quick to action? What's that one do? I... During the first round of combat, you and your allies may ignore the normal calls to retain initiative. Could we take yet another action on our retain initiative? Um, yeah, I'll allow it. You guys had a good plan going into the into the nebula to get everyone out. You had a good plan coming out of the nebula. I imagine we had like first. a really thorough like war room scene where we all discussed this, but nobody else wanted to play that out. So <laughs> right. Um, so I'll I'll say yeah, you can you can do that one. So you got one more action before the Klingons get to go. Well, we blinded them. We set up an attack round. I'd say we hit them as hard as we can. Is that you want to do? Yep. All right. Uh, Ambrose is firing. Uh, what are you firing, first of all? Torpedoes, uh, phasers? Well, I've never actually done ship combat in this system. Not not really. <laughs> okay. Um, so Firing torpedoes they have, does they have give shields, me threat. They have shields up. So for in order for torpedoes to be effective we would need to take the shields down first right correct ideally yeah, yeah. so we would want to we would open want to open up with a phaser barrage yeah. and i recommend putting power into phasers um yeah they're more effective that way okay and i'm, I'm trying to find the rules for ship combat but this is not a well-designed rule block no it is page not. 223 is what you're looking for 23 all right 
Um, the Europa, I don't have it in front of me. The Europa has 10 power. So you can allocate power into that as needed. That is 10 power for the entire combat, though. Mm -hmm. So the, the way the rules work, we get four actions based on our scale. Um, yeah, and this is your second action. Yeah. And each position can only go once. Wait, so the first one doesn't count as our action? The This is your second action. So the, you, your, you had an action from the fighters. That doesn't count towards you guys. That doesn't count towards the Europa. Okay. The second action was the flight, uh, the helm officer. That one counts. This one counts. The fighters are done acting, though. They can't really do anything else. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, yeah. So aside aside from you know reading how how starship combat rules work on stream, uh, right. you you tell me. I am firing with the phasers, and I want to hit them as hard as we possibly can. Right. So difficulty should be two, right? Control plus control plus uh, uh, control security. Yeah. yeah control yeah. security. Yep. Difficulty is two for phasers. Yep. Um, and then the damage is determined by the ship's weapons um, plus power, right? Yeah, plus power if we're spending power. So. And you get you get an additional die of damage for each point of power you spend, right? Correct. Right. At one to one. So yeah. how you do hit. Uh, you got an eight and eleven, so I'm assuming that is going to be below your. I'm assuming you have a fifteen to shoot. Yeah. Um. Two dice, so that hits. You have the Europa fires for. Uh. Phasers are six damage, versatile two. Um, I don't remember what versatile does, but... Uh, versatile can do any number of things. Right. Um, basically, it generates... It's the name. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> don't mind me. She's making fun of me at the moment, so... Yeah, no, I was totally mocking... I was mocking Jeff, not you, Brian. Yeah. If momentum is generated, gain... Momentum. Okay, so you didn't generate momentum anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So six damage. How much power are you putting into it? If we have ten, I would say two. I doubt this combat is going to last more than five rounds. You. Yeah. You agree with that? I Captain? agree. Yep. All right. Two. It is. One, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven. We did kind of jump the gun on the roll there. I would have spent momentum and or and or used bold for some more dice to sure. You know, we can go back and do it again. I don't, I don't really. It's fine I mean, me. does does more does more hits do more damage? That so with, with like making with, momentum with momentum, yes. you can do things like you can do more damage. You can reduce resistance. You can there's a few other things you do like re-roll certain dice. Um, there's always a reason to have more momentum. Yeah. So so like I said, I want to hit them as hard as I can, and since it's All a security right. action, I'm going to use bold. Uh, to get another dice, and if everyone's okay, spend at least one more momentum for a for a fourth dice. You need to spend yeah. two um, two momentum to for a fourth dice. Even with bold, they don't. No, they increase. Okay. Yeah. If we're okay with that. I'll spend two. Yeah, that's fine. That's what I thought you were talking about. Okay. Anyhow. So that would be four dice, and I can I can re-roll one of them. I'm ready. All right, four dice this time then. Um, three successes, it looks like. 12, 13, 6. 18 okay. is the other one. That doesn't count for anything. I will re-roll the 18. 
18. Gets re-rolled. The ship also assists. I didn't roll for the ship assist. That rolls into a 12. Also that counts. a success. Yep. And the ship rolls for a 2, which is, I think, only 1. I don't think the ship has I don't think the ship can. That. I don't think it can crit. Oh, plus we have advantage on the attack because of the attack run. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. So that's another mountain there. Uh, so that's one, two, three, four, five, five total. Difficulty was two, so three, three momentum. I would suggest using those four. to reduce. The four scale. from me, one from the ship, one from advantage. That that's six. One, two, three, four. Uh, four, five. Uh, oh yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Six. Yeah. So you so have four momentum. Four momentum. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. You you were saying. We I can would reduce. suggest using those to reduce resistance. That's. Easily yeah. the most the best way to spend it. Okay. Um, but we should roll first before we even decide what sure. you're spending that on. Yeah. So you've got two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine damage that you've done. Uh cavort ships have a resistance of three. Uh, sure. penetration, the damage inflicted by the current attack ignores amount of target's resistance equal to oh, sorry, two for each momentum spent. Yeah, I, was about to say. I don't know where I got okay. the three from. I don't know what I'm reading. So but we can yeah, use two momentum five, to ignore so. four of their Correct. resistance. Yeah. I'd say we do that, and then we have two more momentum to spend. Correct. Damage. Oh, plus our weapons. Damage. Yeah, plus our weapons are versatile, so they generate a bonus momentum. So, so that's three more, three more momentum. You'd, you'd get, they, you'd generate two momentum because it's a versatile of two. Oh, okay. So four, four, four so you more. Still have four, you still have four remaining. You had six. You had four remaining. Oh, that's really uh, powerful. Okay. Yeah, versatile is really. I don't think it's uh -huh. times two. I think it's just plus two. Correct. Yeah. But you had, you had. You had four left over, and the versatile gives you the number equal to the versatile number that it is. It's versatile two, so it adds two for being versatile two. So six. You had six, right? You used two to rotate the momentum. You have four left. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, what if we spend two of that on bonus damage, and then two of that on devastating attack to hit an additional system with half rounded up of the total damage we're doing already? Devastating, devastating attacks we're talking about, successful ship attack, roll additional system. That system suffers an additional hit, dealing damage half uh, half the primary damages attack. Round it up, so it'd be five. So you'd be basically doing, you're essentially doing two, um, two, bre two, two you'd be doing two breaches, basically, is what you're talking about. Yeah. Two, two, two different so. systems. Yeah. Right? If we damage a breach. Correct. If we would do you, a breach. <laughs> what you do, because you've got enough, you reduce, their, you reduce their damage enough, and you're rounding up, so you would do a breach. To one system, and then with that, you'd be with the two momentum you're doing there, you do a breach to another system, right? That's what we're on. Yes, yeah, so you, you factored in the two bonus damage from the other two momentum, right? I did. Okay, that sounds good to me. All right, sounds right for everybody. Sounds sounds right there, Brian. I think we do three. Did, did you say we get through their shields or no? Oh, you're right. So the shields are twelve. You did nine, so you would not go through their shields, but you did do a moment. You did do a. Uh, you did do more than five. Yes. So, so you've got breaches there yeah and since we did devastating attack it's two breaches correct so, yeah we do two breaches so you've got they've got three shields remaining and you're doing two breaches um let me roll that real quick i don't have my chart in front of me for what 
his systems get hit, but that's okay. I can I can sort that out. Oops, that's, I only want two. Two dice. It's going to hit both the same system, which is going to be engines, it looks like. Can it do that? I I just rolled randomly on the chart, so. Yeah, but can can you hit the same system? Can a, can the same system be be can can the it's same targeted. system be breached more than once? Isn't that yes. redundant? Yes, okay. it can. It can be breached five times. So this is going to be a very long fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> it can be a very long fight. Um, it can be breached a number of times equal to the ship's um, scale. Scale plus one, right? Because the the no, plus one scale. is what destroys it. Yeah, well, no, when it gets down to zero, it's destroyed. And, the system and, is destroyed, right? Yeah, so it can be damaged five times right. if it scales five, which well, it's you've done two to engines, um, which is pretty good. Uh, and now I return fire because you can't hold momentum. You can't hold momentum forever, damn it. Um, I am going to spend a threat to do an additional die, uh, momentum die. Cavort moves in. I got two successes. That hits. Where's my Cavort? Cavort stats. Um, Cavort energy weapons range. Uh, 11 damage, right? Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah, the vicious. Are, What's that? The Cavorts are uh, mothers. Yeah. 11 damage and vicious of one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Pa! That's a lot of dice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Damage. Damn. Um, Europa has a shields of many somewhere. I don't know where they're at. Where are they at? I would hope so. <laughs> One, two, not that. Well, yeah, more than that. So one, five, ten. Your shields would be at one. Um, resistance applies before shields, right? No. Or yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. So you'd be at five. I don't have any momentum to spend to reduce the resistance. So you can spend threat to resist, reduce resistance if you want. I can't, but I'm not doing this. I, I've got three cavorts. I don't want to <laughs> make it too brutal. No. Um, so yeah, you guys are, your shields are now at just about half. Okay, but we took five, so that's a breach. That is a breach. Um, roll that, baby. A two. What, you, have that, you don't have the chart in front of you by chance, Brian? No. I don't either. Um. I'm going to say that that breaches... Um, Actually, I have it now. What, what right. was it, five? A two. Two? Computers. Computers. Oh, no. You've killed Eva. Um, not really. Cass but. is going to be so mad when he gets back. When she gets back. <laughs> uh, computers suffer one breach. And I have nothing I can do beyond that, except uh, to do vicious, I have to have rolled a... Um, an effect. I have to roll effects, right? Those are for effects. So how many effects did I have? One, two, three, four, five. I had five effects, so it would be additional five damage. That sounds like enough to get rid of our shields, which would do another 
impact. Or uh, you would actually still have shields of one because you have 11 shields. Oh, okay. Well, then in that case, it doesn't really do anything. So your shields are down to almost zero. By the way, uh, the impact of the computers is um, uh, until the officer at the Eternal Systems uh, performs a restore minor action, uh, computer system cannot be used for any task. In addition, the uh, complication, any tasks where the, the ship assists on has its uh, complication range in, increased by two. That's the first damage you take? That's, yeah, damage? that's for an impact. Okay. Oh, that happened to the second one. Um, and uh, just Je FYI, Jeff, you might want to use the NPC starship damage rules on page 230. Yeah, the just, ones where the ship takes its scale and damage and it's destroyed. Well, it, uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have, I, I know them, yeah. Okay. So. It basically just removes the location chart um, from the... Yeah, for the... For the other two ships, I'm definitely doing that. For Cargan's uh, ship, I'm doing a little bit, a little bit different, not much, but a little bit different. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, for the other two cohorts, yeah, you guys can blow them up pretty easy. I mean, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. Brings it back to you guys. What do you want to do? Oh shit! You would have done one more damage because our diff the difficulty to hit us was reduced by one. I should have mentioned that because of the attack run. Uh, that would have given me one more, one more momentum, correct? Yeah. Um, I'm going to use that differently. Um, you could reduce our resistance, get rid of the last of that shields. I'm going to use it for power loss and take away one point of your power. All right. So What's your total power? I don't have the... Uh, Ship sheet open. You have 10 total. You're down by three. Okay. All right. Well, um. Ship's turn. Your guys' turn. Yeah. Uh, um, Jorad is going to uh, go to his comms and he's going to say, breaches on decks four and six. Uh, Dr. Dasavi, can you uh, tend to the casualties? And I'm going to direct her to do a sick bay action, which are listed, which is listed on page 225. Um, it's, a, it's a daring medicine task um, with the difficulty two assisted by the ship's computers plus medicine although we the ship can't assist on that yet because of the impact um, so unassisted yeah if the difficulties difficulty on that one is two right yeah you want to spend any dice there any momentum anything you got special going on or doc uh no i will I will save the momentums for. Um, you got a six. Okay. So that's going to be one because I don't think you have a six in medicine. So I do not. One success. One success. Not, not succeed. We did not succeed. Oh. All right. Coming back to me. Um, one of the cavorts cloaks and it begin, is beginning to move off. Um, and that will be their action this turn. The other two cavorts are moving in for an attack. 
um, but not mechanically speaking. There's nothing there for that. Um, but the one cavort is cloaking. Which brings us back to you guys. This will be your third action, fourth action, right? Hmm. Piloting, shooting, doctoring, four. Does anybody mind if I use the next action? We've technically all gone once mm-hmm. at this point. Um, yeah. yeah, each person can go, each character can go up to one time, right? So you can do five total actions. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think somewhere in the bowels of the ship, um, Chirka is going to run towards the sensor pod and she's going to try and uh, reroute the computer systems and try to restore functionality. Uh, that'd okay. be. A minor action, so I don't need to roll for that. Right. Um, but she'll get that back online. And then for her main action, she will try and penetrate. Uh, she'll do a, she'll use the sensors to try to uh, scan for weakness. Um, right. On, on the, uh, the enemy. How many, dice, how many dice you want to roll? Three, two? Uh, two. Uh, seven and eighteen, so I'm guessing one. Uh, one, yes. I think that fails, correct? Because penetrate, uh, find weakness is also two. Um, Most things are two difficulty. I don't know. I'm double check. Uh, it's at um, it's difficulty zero. However, the difficult. Oh no, wait! I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, no, it's difficulty one. Okay, well, that's one. You got one. Okay, so uh, no. that. So that'll give you a bonus to the next time you guys fire, right? Yes. It, ge- it gains piercing two and uh, inflicts plus one damage. Right. Keep that in mind, Ambrose. Uh, it, oh, what did you say then? You'll I'll get a piercing it. of two and a, a plus one damage the next time you fire. I'll copy and put it in the chat. I am going to have another cavort move in. Um, I'm, by the way, giving them a total of five actions, not five actions for each ship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's how I did it too. Because that's just 15 actions against five actions. So is too much. many. Yeah, it's, it's too many. Too many. Um, so I am going to spend a threat. I am going to roll three dice to attack. Uh, I am going to spend another threat to use torpedoes. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to spend two threat. I'm going to spend one threat. I'm going to spend one threat to raise that because I've already, I've already done that. There we go. Um, 14, 11, 14. 14, 11, 4. That's two. It's two, yeah. Two successes to hit um, with weapons, and I'm going to did do you, a little damage. Did you count the? Uh, we still got the negative, so. Oh, so uh, yeah. Well, I, all right. So I only have difficulty one, so I get one momentum for that. Okay. Uh, one, two, that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven. There we go. That's eleven dice, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's so hard to do this. Eleven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then with vicious, it's nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen damage. That's a lot. That's many damage. Um, I will not reduce the the, the resistance because I don't care. Um, so that'll bring it down to seven, six. Sorry, it'll bring it down to six. Shields of one, so you'll take 
that shielded down, which will cause a breach. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get another breach. Um, so that's two breaches. Two breaches. I have the chart up. Two and three. Did what you roll? It's 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 a it's a d twenty roll. Oh, is it? Yeah. Gotcha. I rolled a d six. So. Yeah. Uh, eleven and nine. Uh, structure and sensors. And sensors. All right. The ship rocks. It's being thrown around quite a bit. Um, you guys have another action to go if you want. Um, does Europa have a basically like a, a big red button option that um, like fries Eva and all of our super sensitive stuff? It does not. Okay. That's something to build in later. <laughs> Do anything else, anybody? Uh, Commander Ambrose, what's your uh, a tactical assessment of the situation? He's in trouble. Uh, Jack has no idea. Is this a fight we have any chance of winning? No. Okay. Against three cavorts? Uh, no, not really. Okay. I mean, at, at this point, ha- do can we confirm that the hospital ship escaped? Through the through the nebula, no, but. Uh, if you give them another round, they would have escaped, probably. You're almost positive another round they would have escaped. Okay. Um, however, the cavorts going through here and getting to the, the ship, they're probably going to get away in time. Yeah. Like, like you've, and... you've, you've bought them enough time by fighting this that that, that it's a right. very low probability right. that cavorts will ever be able to go around and get right. Now, the other, the other ships that were the nebula, who knows, but probably not. I will... I think Jorad would say we need to we need to hold them off one more round, then, because if it's if they could theoretically do it, we should stall them at least one more round. We can have to get your yeah. fighters back on board. Yeah, that's have, I was going to say that. Yeah, so yeah, we we need to get the get the fighters in. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we need to hold out for another round. Uh, All right. Well, let's. Would it be better to evasive maneuvers or like buff shields? I think those are. I was awesome. thinking both. We can, if do, we can do both, sure. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have one action left for this round. So. Oh, we do. Yeah. That's I think we only fifth, hit four. No, five. I, I think it's it's to scale, isn't it? Yeah, but we're scale four, aren't we? Are you, I thought you were. I think you're scale five. Let me check again. We might be scale five. I might. Be you're wrong. scale five. So you're. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. Okay. And then yeah. Um. I I can't evasive actions this round because the I already went with the helm. Helms person, right. so, um, um, uh, but I can restore shields as Kostra or know. Tong, yeah, yeah, or Tong. Why don't we have Tong do it? Tong was the one who was working on the systems for earlier to dump it, power into. Oh, that's so. true. That's true. Yeah, we did have that snap shield thing. Yep. Yep. So you have two momentum. How many does dice? How many of those does Tong want to spend? Let me take a look at Tong. Uh, well, what's the difficulty? Um, I think for restore power is difficulty two. Okay. Wait, to regenerate the... shields or restore power? What... Oh, sorry, shields. regenerate shields. Uh, it's difficulty one or okay. uh, difficulty one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Power requirement of one. 
Okay. Uh, and what would that be? Control, uh, control engineering? It is yes. control engineering. Yeah. Plus the ship structure engineering. Okay. And my focus on electroplasma power systems. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. It, I mean, I, that <laughs> you're shifting, like you're shifting power, power around. It to makes sense. Amplify shields. Yeah, yeah, you're moving power okay. around. It makes sense. I. Tong can be big time hero now. Since this was part of our plan, does Jorad's plan uh, bonus apply? Sure. So difficulty zero. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so that case, I'd say we keep our momentum for when we desperately need it. All right. This also help you generate momentum, probably. <laughs> or you'll roll a nineteen and a three. Um, oh, the three is a crit. Three's a plus, three's a so that counts as two, right? Plus, right, we generate right. two bonus momentum. Um, all right. What's that from? Jorad's plan of action. Don't. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you have three momentum total. <clears throat> we'll generate. Let's see. Oh, it was it was two successes, difficulty zero, plus two extra momentum. So that's right. four so regenerate. Yeah, four regenerate. Yep. Okay. So how much shields does it actually gener regenerate? Uh, it's two per. It's 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 one. Oh wait, uh, two points plus two more per each momentum. Each momentum spent. Y yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have six spend. total. You have. You gained four from that one. You have six total momentum. You get two back plus two for every momentum you spent. That's what you said, right? Yep. Okay. So how many of those you want to spend? All of them. Yeah. All of the and... ones you gained, right? So that would be yeah. the four. Yeah. So that's two, four, six, eight, ten shields. That's... Ten out of our eleven. I ten think that's 11. as good as we can do. That sounds okay. good sounds to me. Good, to me. <laughs> good work, Hans and Tom. Your, pro your program worked. Uh, very, very good, sir. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> um, all right. That's your Tizer's turn. I have one more action. Um, the, the, the second cavort that cloaked, uh, the second cavort that had fired is now cloaking. Um, your sensors that you have do apply to working with these ships. So you get a basic understanding of where they, because you guys did the modification for the cavort for the for the birds of prey. So you get a general understanding of what they're doing, which is not an uncommon tactic for um, Klingons to use. They're definitely going to be doing the cloak cycle, cloak cycle, cloak cycle. So they're definitely falling into their cloak cycle now, um, and you can see them kind of moving off. Um, it's not a not a great place for you guys to be. Um, that brings us back around to the top of the round, round two. That is, uh, if you survive this round, uh, well, whether you survive or not is irrelevant. End of this round, the hospital, the Breckenridge will have gotten away, um, pretty much for sure. Uh, you guys can go first. You have the fighters and you have the Europa. Fighters can go once. Europa can go five times. Well, fighters is easy. They need to get back in the in the bay. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna make you so roll for that, even though normally you would have to, because the Europa is under um, evasive maneuvers, but. For the sake yeah. of, you know, the fact that I'm rolling all the dice, and that's not as much fun for you guys. And Jesus is a badass. I'm not worried about her rolling that to, to get in. Uh, unless you really want to roll it to prove that she's a badass. I don't even know what you would roll. Actually, our rules for this. 
Yeah. Normally I would. In this case, it's already in 10 o'clock and I have to be up in four hours. Sure. Um, so I'm going to say Jesus succeeds. All right. It doesn't get it. any momentum. So. Uh, Actually, it just says it's a task. So there's no skill roll required. Yeah. Um, with that, uh, I get to go. Okay. The last of the three cavorts coming around, uh, the ones that hasn't, the two fired last turn, one did not. This one's going to fire this time. I'm going to spend two momentum, or three, I guess, whatever they are, so I can get four dice. Yep, there's my phone telling me you have to get up and shortly. Sh short, you got to get up, dumbass. Hmm. 17, 16, 19, 19. I missed with all four of those fuckers. Ow. The dice know. The dice know. All right. So that ship misses, and it comes back to your guys' turn. Um, you have the bonus from that your flight sad. bonus is now ended, but your attack bonus is still there, right? Well, it it doesn't actually end until that person's turn. She was the first one to go last time, but yeah, that's that's legit. Um, you guys can go. We, in, you can you can make him go in any order you want. So that's fine. yeah. I say we get that shot off before we uh, start evasive maneuvers. I would agree. Let's okay. do it. All right. Uh, so we took. Did we? We did take. Did we take the shields down of one of these ships? No, not, not fully. No, no. not fully. Okay. Close. I mean, would it would it be beneficial to use a torpedo? If Maybe. yeah, because we would yeah. do, we would probably do a breach, and if we do a breach, we would do another breach. Yeah. So, what makes the beneficial to do torpedoes in this game really the the only real benefit you get from this game from torpedoes in this is uh, they can do breaches easier, uh, and you can do area of effect with them by by doing a spread. Okay. Which means you can hit multiple targets. Yeah, let's do that. And two targets currently don't have their shields up, so. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, difficulty is three. Difficulty is three. I gain two or, two or three threat, depending on how you read the book. I'm going to take two. I'll go target. ahead and take three anyway, because I'm bold. All right. Well, I'll just take four, damn it. All right. You take uh, as many no. threats as you want. Yeah, no, no, no wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I do not agree with this plan. Um, I'll take, I'll take that one. So I'm back up to eight. So you have got uh, torpedoes with spread. They're quantum, or it doesn't matter which one you're using. Um, I don't think quantum adds another. It does. Quantum it is does. beneficial somehow, yeah. so we would use quantum. Yeah, if we have quantums, oh. we're throwing quantums. Okay, yeah, and so that does add another threat to me. Um. Yeah, they do a lot more damage. They do six damage instead, and they're mm -hmm. vicious of one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not. I don't remember what calibration was. High yield. Although they're technically not area of effect, which is stupid. They should be. So they are, because they should be. Okay, I'm gonna argue. And right. I'd I'd say we spend. Do we want to spend that ex, that other uh, two momentum for another dice on top of bold, yes. because we get extra damage for your sensor thing yeah let's do it yeah so four dice four four d20s right that's what we're at mm -hmm. normal okay. two bold and then purchasing one yeah. i am going to because the other two ships are cloaked i'm going to add a complication range 
um, of two that these torpedoes may hit an unintended target. The, on the is spread. it really a complication, though? Yeah, because you guys are one of the... You and the shuttlecraft are one of those things. Well, you guys, not the shuttlecraft. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, there's one complication. Uh, four, three, and 15, I guess, are all successes, right? And now you can reroll dice because you've got bold. Mm -hmm. So you can reroll that 19 if you want. Yes, let's do that. A 17, which is not in the complication range. Awesome. Thanks. No, so that gives you four six. Mm. That gives you four total, right? So the difficulty was three, uh, so it gives you one momentum. Ship, shipboard tactical system. So anything under a five is a is a crit. All right, so that's two. So two, three. You have th wait, sorry, two, two, four, five. You have five total. Difficulty was three, so it leaves you with two momentum. That's if I'm, still pretty good. It's still pretty good. I think I'm right. So. How did we generate so much more last turn? Uh, the difficulty was lower. Oh, we did you factor the uh, the attack um, run? Attack run? I did not. Okay, so that's another one. So that's three. Okay, that's three. The difficulty was lower for that time too. Yeah. So because torpedoes right. have a higher difficulty to use. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so we automatically get piercing two. Correct. So it ignores and a, and a bonus damage. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't fact, it's, not, it's not a die roll, that's a bonus damage. So, For each d20 purchase, does bold apply to that? We should get two bonus damage. Yes, I think it would. Okay. Uh, then we factor in the quantums, which deal extra damage, right? Yeah, it starts, well, it's six. They start at it's... six, and then you okay. add one for being, for, for doing a spread, and then you can hit multiple targets for being area effect. Okay. Does that does, is is that how we're spending the momentum, or is that automatic? Um, that's a good question. Hang on one second. Let me do this roll real quick, and then I will tell you. So I had that page open. I think it's six plus sec security ship security for the quantum. Yeah. I thought I, I should have had that factored in already. It's yeah. It's not scale, but it is security. So. The damage is six plus security. Um, I'll have to look that up again. I'll do it for now, but I, I have to look that up because I'm pretty sure I factored that in when I built the ship, but I may not have. I might have been looking at something else. I mean, six is definitely the default for quantum, so I just yeah. looked that up. So well, then we probably didn't do the damage for your phasers right either. That I don't know. Um, the phase we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Where did my sheet go? Reference sheets. There it is. All right. Uh, so what does that make? Eleven. Yes, I think so. The ships. Oh well, the ship security is only two, three. So six, seven, eight, nine. I rolled way too many dice. All right, so this this is the roll for damage. Uh, one, no, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, they're vicious of one, mm -hmm. which means you can spend those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
9, 10. And then plus one damage for the penetration. Yep. So it's 11 or 12 because he... Because of bold. Yeah. Because 12. of bold. Although I don't think that was on that was on, on the same roll. Because um, that penetration would have gotten you that plus one for the roll that he made. Um, so it would have been 11. And you have three, three momentum still. Uh, we should spend one of those on penetration. Right. Yep. Which and then really I just think I just think the other one's for damage. Yeah, just bonus damage, yeah. Um so they have resistance of five. You're reducing their damage resistance by two. You're spending three dice to reduce their to, to basically negate their remaining three, and you're doing eleven damage. Well, we already we already have piercing two, so that's two taken off. We spend oh, right. one momentum to make that four resistance taken off, right. and then so we do two yeah, extra they're only doing damage one on top then. of yeah. that. So, so it's yeah, thirteen okay. damage with one resistance. Correct. Yep, you're right. I forgot about the other two penetration. Um, where's my ship here? I have too many windows open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is their shields down. They've taken a breach for the five. They're taking a breach for the shields being down. Um. Uh, that ship takes two breaches. That is f- four breaches in total, two different ships. Two breaches to there, two breaches to here. You factor in the high yield on that? I have not yet. Okay. Um, which doubles doubles number of penetrations, right? Yes. Nice. Uh, number of breaches, I mean. Yeah. So that's four breaches to that ship. I'm going to just say that one blows up. <laughs> Yay! Because, um, you know, cavorts are old sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you blow up one of the cavorts. The other two... Uh, you have high yield. I need to, or not high yield. You have um, area of effect. Let me see where that is. Repairing damage. I had that here earlier, but apparently it moved on me. Uh, area. The attack affects a wider area and can affect several targets at once. The attack automatically affects any vessel or damaged object within contact of the initial target, and then one additional contact within close range of the initial target for each effect rolled starting with the next closest as determined by the GM. If one or more complications is rolled uh, when making an area attack, you choose to use complications on whatever is around. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm confused. What's giving us area? I don't think torpedoes have area. They have the spread. They have spread, which is different from area. Oh, well. Full spread. Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. Spread is... uh, It is different. Attack inflicts additional hit to random system, dealing half damage plus one per effect rolled. Cool. Treat this hit as a completely separate hit. Full spread noise. But it already blew up. So, yeah, I was reading that. I was reading that wrong earlier. Okay. Either way, that ship... That's why that ship blew up. Okay. (laughs) Because that would have done that. Less exciting, but I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to blow all three of them up at one time. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so with that taken care of, I am also going to use my um, uh, follow my lead, my command talent follow my lead. When I succeed on a task during combat or another perilous action, I can spend one determination. I will do that. I will choose a single ally, that one being our helm officer. Uh, and I can assist using presence command on their next next task. And I will say, make sure uh, 
It, is it is it time for us to we we want to stick around for one more round to make sure the other this, ship gets away. This is the right? round. So that's the round is, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, so yeah. evasive maneuvers is, is yeah. what I would command if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. She's gonna she's gonna say, Captain or Commander, no one touches us if I don't want them to. And then she's gonna begin a corkscrew maneuver. Okay. That's the spirit. Um. No, I don't. Right. I don't think you get to act immediately. But next time oh, it rolls I, over to our initiative, uh, I get to you, go next. I get to so. assist. Yeah. Um. I, I. I forgot. I was thinking of the captain ability. Right. Um. So with that, uh, nothing apparently happens on my turn. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, corkscrew, and uh, Beastie Boys is playing in the background. Um. <laughs> Daring plus con. Daring plus con. You rolled a two and a 15. Uh, the two is definitely within my focus. So that succeeds at the difficulty of one. Uh, and it's assisted by the ship structure plus con. So let's go ahead and add some momentum to that. And by me as well. 17, which does nothing. Uh, so I get presence and command as an assist. Uh, roll that one. Uh, that's a target 16 or lower. Well, I rolled a 20. So, um, well, I still succeeded. I still succeeded. So, I yeah. still succeeded. I, uh, the complication for that will not be visible to you guys. I will do something that I was going to do earlier, but you guys prevented me from doing it. I'll do it now. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to my turn. Nothing apparently happens. Captain will say, I, I guess they've got, I guess we've gotten them a little bit shy. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's not let them forget it. Let's throw out, um, let's, I don't can we do a science roll and try and pick up their scent? Yeah. Because the, the other two are both cloaked, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you have an advantage on a sensor roll to attack, to find them because of your sensor modification. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and make, I'll make the roll. What's, what's your numbers? 15. Science of four. And the ship gets to assist one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, seven and eleven. The ship succeeds. Um, so it's seven and seventeen. Where what you rolled, eleven. The ship rolled. <clears throat> uh, you detect that there are two Klingon warp trails. Hmm. They appear to have GTFO'd. In. I left. They left. In what direction? Um. At, at the very least, away from the out of, uh, the hospital out of ship. system, yeah, out of system towards okay. no one. They they ran. Well, let's rendezvous with the Bellingham then. That's right. You better run. All right. That was good work. I, I'm going to uh, quickly say to the crew that was good work, everyone. We were punching above our weight class there, and boy, did we get, give them a knockout blow. They're not going to forget this encounter. All right, you guys rendezvous with the Breckenridge. Um, it is intact. <laughs> What's up? Not by any Klingons. 
what whatever happened to the Tyr Tyrolean? They were blown up by the Klingons. Oops. Oh, okay. They 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 Nothing rescued. we could do. Yeah, no, they called you and said we're under attack by the. Oh God, we're dead. Okay. <laughs> I will add that to my list of Ambrose told you so moments. <laughs> uh, you guys could have left the fighters there. It would have been the same exact response. Your three cavorts would have destroyed those fighters in a round. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'd be waiting for us outside the nebula. I thought they'd be waiting for us inside the nebula. Right. A little of both, actually. Um, yeah. So, you, you run it with the Breckenridge. Um, the captain, Captain Bashal, thanks you. Um, I assumed Asavi was going to take some of them bodies with her, some Klingon Peace. bodies. Um, so you've got a couple of Klingon bodies on board. That will be... Uh, we're going super to start, creepy souvenirs. Yeah, well, we're going to start you on an extended task um, that we'll oh. do next turn. Or next, not next turn, next, next game. Next week. Next week. Um, hopefully next week. Um, for all intents purposes, next week. Um, anybody have any other scenes they want to do before we wrap up? I'm, I'm assuming the ship we blew up was not Cargan's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, probably not. <laughs> Pretty good chance it was not because I'm going to have him come back. Right. I do um, think I want to debrief with Daphine. Yeah. Um, just kind of like after everything's all said and done, the, the dust is settled, we're having a nice, quiet, calm moment in my office. Um, the Savi makes you, uh, makes you some tea. Properly brewed, not done out of the replicator. He says, you're being nice to me. That means I'm either being transferred off the ship or you need something from me. She smiles. I know you have this impression that I don't like you. And that's not, that's farther from the truth than you can imagine. I certainly apologize for my part in that impression. I think you're a very competent nurse. I'm, I am very pleased to have you heading up my nursing. Thank you. I must say you're the most, you're easily one of the most competent doctors I've served under. Thank you. I wanted to talk about the scene we walked into in the med bay. Yes, what was that? That was unusual behavior, um, to say the least, but that is precisely what the commander has been trying to prepare us for. And I know, I know there is a lot of hubbub and a lot of question amongst the medical staff and yours being one of the loudest voices as to why we have to train. That was a prime example. Um, this, mm. It's not uncommon for a hospital ship to be attacked. It's not uncommon for the medical staff to be targeted. It's odd for Klingons to do it, but it's a scene that I witnessed time and time again through the Dominion. Yes, I, I see what you mean now. I, I, as much as I wouldn't wish that on anyone, I am through the Dominion. 
Sorry. Sadly glad to have given you and the rest the rest of the team that came over to the Breckenridge a first-hand look at, at the importance of the combat training that we're being put through. I understand now. And you were right. Good I'll, work over there. I will you, you learn how to dodge phasers better. You and me both. I didn't do as well with that initial training as I thought I would. And she takes a sip of her tea and and there. They can. I think Delphine is going to start gossiping about uh, somebody or other. <laughs> it's a small ship. Word gets around. Um, um, right. Any other scenes anybody wants to do? Or is that a good place to stop? I I don't know if we want to do a full scene. Uh, I'll leave that to, to, to um, Jack. But I would like to note that I think the reason that that attack did so well was in no small part because of Chierka's maneuvering. I would love to see what his reaction is when he learns that she was responsible for that. That could be a next time scene, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if he's not going to do anything about it in the near future, uh, that's fine. I just wanted to note that because so it didn't get lost in combat because I think that's an interesting yeah. character beat that leads to some stuff we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Was she on the bridge for that? No, she would have. No. She was in the sensor pod. So she took okay. initiative on her own to do that. Yeah, so that that will that will come in through reports, you know, after yes. action briefings and Correct. whatnot. Sure. So we can we can handle that next game. I'll, I'll think of something for that. Um, I just realized that I broadcast this entire session under Blood Bowl. We'll fix that later. My bad, <laughs> My bad I, guys. This was the bloodiest of bowls. <laughs> a little bit. There, there, it really was. It was 200 mm. dead, uh, a cavort blown up. It was a pretty bloody episode. Yeah. Pretty bloody episode. So um, if nobody has anything else, we'll do the quick wrap up. I um, I think that last scene was actually pretty poignant, but I think uh, Jisa would be in celebration mode at this point. Sure. I don't I don't know if we want to end with a I think with a you know Jisa Wu girl moment or if we want to end on that somber uh I'm actually okay with starting out moment. the next session with Jisa in the bar having a yeah. good day. That can be our recap it. actually. We can do yeah. recap yeah. in the bar. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Recap. We'll do that. All right. So what um, moment stands out most to you this evening? Well, what what do you want? We don't need to do a scene, but I want to note that O'Connor is going to bring up to the commander and captain that we don't have a big red button and she's going to work on a big red button. So noted. Now you can move on. I want to. Eva wants to know about that because you're going to get a what now? You're going to get a, a murder button for me? <laughs> yep. Mm, we're going to have a talk we're, now, girl. Where's the we'll Where's the air in it. your room? Where's the air in your room at? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what always stands out most to you this evening? Uh, Borgy Klingons. We're going with Borg Klingons. Borgish Klingons. Um. A lot of it was a lot of sensation of no win. I think is is what I think people got. It was which is what I was going for. It, it it definitely was, and I gotta say that's not my favorite of moods to have during a role playing game. 
Sure. Um, oh, I was I was all for it. I loved thinking that through. I I don't want to toot my own horn, but I like that plan. <laughs> I think you all did a, a good job. I mean, sometimes sometimes there are just going to be you know. I mean, it was clearly not a no win situation. But um, some of that too was you guys way outrolled some of the things I wanted to do. Like I was not intending you guys to just drag the ship out on the first roll. Like I tried to make that hard enough that you couldn't do it. <laughs> um, my bad. <laughs> but so um the the discovering the klingons in the um in the nebula was supposed to be something that was happening while people were on their ship just kind of there's something going on and it was supposed to take more than one round for you to discover it but firing torpedoes at them was another way of getting around that so um again oh, ambrose uses sensors right right <laughs> um that was hage's idea wasn't it oh no i guess it was yours we, we kind of worked together. Yeah, I was going to yeah. both. I was confused that you guys were trying to go, that you were just going to hit the thing with it, which I'm totally going to use that at some point in the future. You're just going to fucking shoot something that's cloaked? Cool. Sweet. I'm going to use that on you guys later. I mean, it's an enemy <laughs> vessel. If we can see it, let's blow it up. <laughs> right. Um, it was, you were, Lorel, you were not, it should have been you were not 100% sure that it was a cloaked vessel. Um, it could have well, very, very well been, um, and you were just, just uh, trying to discover whether or not it was. Um, but it's fine. Um, it plays out the way it plays out. Uh, who best embodied their character in this session? I I liked uh, I liked Devasi uh, in in the med bay telling off the guy for doing an autopsy during uh, during triage. Right. Well, triage was over, but yeah. Well, yeah. Eh. Triage was over. Repair was like fixing wasn't over. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, anybody else got one? I thought I got a better feel for Jessa this round or this uh, session, and I I really enjoyed it. I want to see more of that. This well, sounds great. Was yeah, uh, there there was a couple sentences in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit at the very beginning. But I mean, even that that was more emotion than she's had the entire game so far. I don't. I'll I'll have to go back and and rewatch this because I honestly don't even remember that because i was <laughs> i was so wrapped up in in tactical planning and going through that mm -hmm. battle there right. was actually was... so much more i wanted to do with jisa this this scene but you know it it, it didn't fit in i think yeah. the celebration is going to be good for her <clears throat> to see that. I, I i wanted that sort of uh you know uh tactical planning phase you know where geordie pulls up all kinds of schematics and and plans on on the different boards and he's like we go here and then they go there and then they're doing this thing yada 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 but uh, everyone was like uh oh, we'll just hand wave we all know what's going on let's let's get through this there was a was... point that i was i was very entertained when we were doing the breckenridge stuff um when dasabi and uh coaster were over that you were just sitting there and I'm watching the wheels turn. I'm like, what is Jack thinking? I was so distracted. I'm like, he's planning some shit. I want to see what happens. He's taking yeah. notes on a three by five card. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, what did you or your character learn today? Should have been a lot of stuff learned today. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to yeah. go back to an overarching Borgy Gleons. Yeah, I, weird I, Borgy Klingons. I had assumed that the Duros faction and the uh, the Duros faction was uh, aligned with the Klingon pirates, but obviously they're different factions. So we've got three Klingon groups we're dealing with here. 
Yeah, because the impression that we got from the very beginning was that these were Targan's people that he had lost control of. Yeah. Okay. There's um there's more to learn. We'll learn more. Uh, but that's a that's a good assessment for for what you guys that that's a good assessment for the information you currently have. Yes. Yeah. Um, I kind of learned how ship combat works. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. There's uh, a lot to it. Yeah. Ship combat yeah, is know, a. I got lost in there. Ship combat is a sloggy, sloggy event. Um, I, I will say I, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't about smoothly as I've ever seen this system go. Yeah. Uh, I towards, I try to just power through and go. <laughs> in that last round, it was it was it was exciting and it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I I try to I try to keep all combats from becoming sloggy because combat is sloggy and boring, and yeah. I don't. It's Not fun good. for the people. It's fun for the people in it. It's I don't find it fun for people watching it, and I'm one of the people watching it. So, no. <laughs> I think no, with, if we could take more time to narratively describe things, yes. it would be far more entertaining. But we spend so much time just okay. Here's the rules. How does this work? Okay, yeah. let's roll with. Let's add up all the numbers. And by the time we get through all of that, you, I, I can imagine you're like, okay, let's just move on rather than right. narratively right. describe what we spent the last five seven minutes trying to figure right. it out. Some of that will come with you guys being able to roll your own dice again. That's true. Um, yeah, that was yeah. a, a problem with the session and knowing the system a little better. As we know this is better, you can do more. Like even in D&D, the first couple of times you play when you're learning the rules, it's like I do numbers, I do numbers, I do numbers, math, 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 what I do. Mm -hmm. And then as you go on or, you know, as you do things more and more, you're like, and I do math and I hit him and I chop his face off <laughs> or, you know, describe it. And I, you know, I leap over his shoulders and I do this weird thing and I Vulcan nerve pinch him on the way past him and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so that'll come with more, um, more time. Um, what did you see for another character or player that you want to see more of in the future? I would like to see more, uh, more, more Hage instigating. You know, playing playing up the Klingon. Yeah. It's fun. I want to see um, a combination more of the. The Hage Ambrose tacticalizing together. That was yeah. I, I enjoyed watching that interplay. I thought they really melded at some points there. Then I would like mm -hmm. to I would like to play off of that in the future. The fact that they 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 made a good team this session. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you could change one thing about the session, what would it be? Um, Other than, you know, I would like to be able to have you guys roll your own dice, which would be nice. There's a smidge of a pacing issue around the middle. Um, I thought maybe we rolled a bit too many scanning rolls. Sure. I think you thought you were going to roll a lot more than you did. And I, some of that was you guys jumped, uh, you, you jumped ahead several points in the plot um, mm. by doing the tractory beam thing, that which I wasn't, I was trying to make it clear that you couldn't use tractory beam, but I didn't, oh. I didn't do that very good yeah. job. And I, I, I did, I, I made it difficult, but not, difficult enough apparently to to fail the tractor beam roll i wanted you guys to go aboard the ship and i had to figure out how to get you guys aboard the ship so i kind of slowed mm -hmm. down to figure out what i, I actually meant even before that um where uh we were when we were coming into it we scanned the ship like 12 it felt like a, like 12 times it was like three times but yeah you scanned for the you scanned the nebula you scanned for the ship you scanned the ship those were the three yeah. rolls you should have done well, then it, I did another scan when we got closer to the ship. Yeah, yeah. When you got but that was a that was not 
necessarily plot or at least not GM plot driven. That was you wanted O'Connor to scan for making life sure, science, yeah, yeah, making sure that it wasn't an ambush on the ship. Right, and the finding the ship was only going to be one role. I know you thought it was. You, you made a comment like you thought it was going to be several roles. It was only ever going to be one role. Um, I, I, you know what may, may have helped uh, the the tractor beam thing, Jeff, mm-hmm. is if the captain had asked for our help, like if she said we have wounded, do you have anybody you can spare? Like we would have jumped on that. Yeah, I, I had to prompt you guys to hail her in the first place, so that was kind of a. Uh, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I had planned on that being a thing, but it, it kind of slipped my mind when I, you know, had to prompt it. Sure. So. But I mean, I like the I liked I liked a lot, but that was the only thing I noticed is that it kind of sagged in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think we all kind of got bogged down with the whole it seemed unwinnable thing. Yes. Uh, I, I don't want. I don't want to speak for you, Brian, but you seemed quite frustrated <laughs> at at the sort of culmination of all of that. I mean, meanwhile, I was in like hyper tactical planning mode, and it, nothing was really getting done. Yeah, there was definitely some frustration. I think that was coming out, uh, which, to be fair, is part of the idea behind a situation where mm-hmm. you guys are in that like that. But um, there's rarely ever going to be a situation where I'm going to rail you guys railroad railroad you guys into death. It's not yeah. it, that that isn't fun for anyone. So uh, it, it, it yeah, and maybe that's just something where I've got to learn your style. Um but sure. it felt it it felt like we were being railroaded into death. It felt like the situation was becoming unwinnable. Yeah. Um it was the idea was there to get information to you in a in a way that gave you that impression mm-hmm. but was not necessarily again when you what? discovered there were two factions and one faction like blowing up a ship in one in either faction was going to have them leave like mm-hmm. i have that flat written in there mm-hmm. and really once um if i'd been able to time it differently um the ones inside the inside the the nebula were going to leave when cargan showed up but i couldn't pace it properly because of the way we uh, we messed something we, we that could have really changed how things were yeah that, i think that really would have sped things up because we were we were stuck on okay we got Klingons out there we got Klingons yes. in here they're both right. doing different things what do they want yada 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 right but you didn't even discover because of the way you guys had had with the tractor beam situation um you were already moving out i had to get cargan in before i had intended mm. to um so that was again that's where that that whole like uh my making a mistake in 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 allowing the tractor beam thing to happen the way it did um i should have just taken the prompt and said that the the ship was too because when you guys asked i don't remember who it was but was the ship instructional enough integrity to be able to be tractor beamed um and i should have said no it is not because Mm. of the amount of damage it's taken from the gases since it's been in here yeah, uh, that's my fault for not having taken that that prompt uh, to to move my story forward. But it is what it is. Happens um, to all it, of us. Yeah. yeah, and it caused some confusion, and it is you know that that happens. Um, but yeah, uh, I I enjoyed I and I towards the end there especially I really enjoyed it. like it was really nice being able to try out some starship combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hadn't, we hadn't really gotten to taste that, and I really really enjoyed that. Well, there's going to be some more of that in the next couple sessions. So, and and I will say, I I never got to where Brian was. I never I never got that it was a no win situation. Maybe because I didn't understand how powerful Quartz were. 
Yeah. Um, I'm but not I, sure I, I never, how powerful words were. <laughs> I, I never got that sort of we're in over our head situation. I was I was only stuck trying to figure out what was going on. Why were these Klingon ships still in the nebula? Why right. didn't they kill this crew? Why are they hanging around looking? I had my plan formulated for quite a while, but I wasn't going to implement yeah. it because we had this weird ab- ab- anomaly anomaly right. happening, and I just wanted to figure out what and, was happening. And that was the main focus. Like that was what I was trying to drive at. Was the anomaly the anomalous situation that was happening was the key part of the story. Like the other ones, Cargan is just a, a ticking clock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's there to make sure that you guys know that you can't be in here all day. Um, and when you come out, there's going to be some fighting because unless you can figure out a way around that, right? Um, which I did not write a way around that. That was just, and he kills them if they let him. (laughs) 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 Um, the Klingons inside were part of the mystery. The Klingons on the ship are part of the mystery. The, what they're doing with the medical supplies Mm -hmm. is the mystery. That's the stuff that I had written the primary focus of. So yeah, the the pacing just didn't work. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it broke down when I let you guys use the tractor beam. Because actually... I'm all for mystery, but if you introduce mystery, you either have to introduce a way to unravel the mystery or have the mystery leave so we can deal with the immediate problem. Sure. Because if the, mean... the mystery lingers too long, we just get stuck. Sorry, Brian. There... I think I think you actually succeeded at that before you even had the, those Klingons show up. Because yeah. like as soon as we told him what had happened and he had no knowledge of it, yeah, I'd yeah. figured out that there was another faction mm-hmm. of Klingons. Right. Introducing more just created a more complicated tactical situation. It did. Right. Yeah. Um, they're supposed to be. So there was a whole other set of roles that was supposed to go in there that were an extended task for the doctor to do, uh, which she'll do next time. But yeah. that was supposed to add more time in there. And again, Cargan wasn't supposed to show up for quite a while. Like he was supposed to be. There are Klingons in the in the in the nebula with you, watching whatever's happening to their ship is happening to their ship. Like they're you know the. the you get the idea that they're in there at their own risk kind of thing, right? Because you can't be in there that long without shields. You can be in there for a few hours without shields, but not like they're they're pushing the, the limits of what a ship can be in there without shields. Then Cargan shows up, they leave, and it switches out the the, the thing. So it's it's yeah. written in a way that is paced not the way it came out. So. Yeah, if we'd had two groups of two separate groups of Klingons that went at the same time, it would have felt like a much more tenable situation. Yes, which is what it was supposed to be. That's actually how it's written. But sure. um, yeah, again, it's a mistake on my part with the tractor beam no thing. I could have fixed it. We're just talking about. I, I I ultimately really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, well, it gets way weirder in the next two episodes. So awesome. it gets cool. way way weirder in the third episode. I'm gonna give you that one that heads up there, Ambrose, because <laughs> it's gonna get really weird for Ambrose. All right. Oh, because uh, you've got cybernetics. Maybe that ties in. With well, that's reasons. that does tie into some of it. But I was thinking more. I, um, I I have a, a biosynthetic arm. It is not mechanical. You yeah. you keep you keep jumping back to that. I have the same <laughs> thing Nog had. It's a biosynthetic. It's practically un yeah. undis- indistinguishable from the real thing. Right. I mean, but you not- made it sound you made it sound earlier on that it was much more mechanical than it like than that. Like that. It's not, it still no, looks. No, it, it's Nog's always th- been a biosynthetic right. arm. Even Nog's <laughs> thing is coded as a prosthesis. It is. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's still a. A, a flesh leg. It's just a. It's just a vat grown leg. Is yeah. essentially what it is. Yeah, but it's a. It's a prosthetic uh, vat grown leg. Sure, sure. <laughs> like it comes off, kind of thing. <laughs> At least for Nog, I think it did. I don't know if it did or not. I don't. I don't think it does. The only time we really get into the bio grown stuff is the one episode where Crusher and the spine thing, and that stupid. That episode was so bad. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, 
But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, that has nothing to do with why it's going to get weird. So yeah. right, it's going to get enough. weird because of stuff I'm we did way weird. back. Sure. Uh, on that note, I need to stop the recording and go back in and change the thing on Twitch so it doesn't show up in Blood Bowl anymore. <laughs> All right. And we're all. Right.